Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, DQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. The texture call in on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Rogan TV, Amazon T- uh, Amazon Fire, Fire and the uh, Apple TV as well. You can podcast us on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Not sure for how much longer I'm going to go ahead and uh, yank the podcast and we're going to go to exclusively at rockoftalk.chat. You can find us directly at rockoftalk.com for the downloads, as well as rockoftalk.tv. As always, we appreciate you and yours spending the afternoon. We know you have many choices on the doll, but if you want to get smarter and brighter and wider and what wider, what is this? Raise it. We're going to, we're going to start right there today, but I've got D. Dodd Muska to bring into the Kiva this afternoon. Good afternoon, Dodd Muska. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Mr. Aragon, and I have a good news to report for our TV watchers. Ooh. My Ronnie Reagan poster is right over to my right, as yeah. where it should be. Uh, that was a uh, poster I found back in the 80s when I was a good uh, dues-paying member of the Republican Party. Okay. Uh, Ronnie was one of the reasons I got involved in this whole crazy business, and I still have a lot of respect for Ronnie, so I keep it as a historical memento. Oh, well, there he is. Looking as good. It's handsome with that wavy uh curl as ever the only time he looked bad during his entire administration was of course uh after he was shot by david brinkley who was trying to impress one jody foster you might remember that back in the day i'm not john sure. hinckley i believe it was david or, brinkley yeah, uh yeah, was, was was david brinkley. What, here i go again there i go lou rawls lou reed you know david brinkley do you have long covid <laughs> you know, i don't have any covid and if I did, I'm like one of those guys that already had it, right? And says, okay, well, I'm totally fine. We got a lot to get to here this afternoon. Uh, great show. Our hump day back in the saddle again. Third hour, we're going to focus on the legislative session. Uh, the New Mexico politics uh, opening up. Yesterday, we wanted to give them a full day to go ahead and do it. I'm getting invited to all the soirees, D-Dowd Muska, but I will not be attending anything because I'm out. Not interested in the Republican Party politics. Not interested in any party politics, uh, for that matter. We're just going to be casual observers uh, here and try to do our best to go ahead and make sure that we're bringing things in a non-biased way, which I think is very, very important. I think if we can do things in a very non-biased way, uh, that I think it'll help all of our listeners, regardless of party affiliation or anything. So, uh, you know, I, I think that that's important. Second hour, we've got uh, CRT and other educational pursuits. Uh, Rebecca Dow with a, a good proposal. At that, so we'll talk about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, names might be coming forward. We might actually end up having some reveals here in the state of New Mexico. Uh, well, the Murder Mike's finally going to show up here on this hump day. So we've only seen him. This will be the third time we've seen him in the last couple of weeks. So uh, we'll also talk about some of the updates on some of the crime stories we've been uh, following. Uh, Sir Richard Branson update at the bottom of hour number two, or excuse me, after the uh, bottom of hour number two. And then uh, hour number one, we'll get into... How the Aussies are at the joke of itch uh, post-COVID stuff and how the narrative is dead over. I, who's, nobody's worried about COVID anymore. And uh, look, we're endemic now. It's not even a pandemic. If you're worried about COVID, you're getting the wrong information. We'll get into the Dallas Synagogue and the ADL, uh, the Anti-Discrimination League. Hilarious stuff. And then, uh, well, we're going to kick it off right here, first and foremost, with 
Kill the white people. That's right. Yeah, you might remember uh, this little skit from Saturday Night Live, Eddie Murphy. Pretty funny. You got to listen to it. Uh, here it is. This is good. Kill the white people. Oh, we going to make them hurt. Kill the white people. Yeah. But by my red Oh, just good stuff right there. Good wholesome entertainment there on Saturday Night Live with uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Back when everything was off. And let me just tell you, if you don't think this country's racist, well, uh, it's racist. It's racist against, yes, white people. Let me tell you how. This is absolutely incredible. And I know Dowd, you know, this, this blows your hair back, blows a lot of people's hair back because... What's happening of all places, well, of course, New York is going to do it. I'm surprised California isn't doing it. Minnesota, well, we know Ilan Omar. We know uh, the kind of stuff that they think over there. And then of all places, yeah, one place I guess I definitely would never consider going or visiting or now being just based upon the, you know, their uh, political correctness, D-Dowd Muska, is Utah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Utah. I, to hell with Utah. They can, uh, yeah, they're on my rocket ship to the sun going forward, no doubt about it. Okay. You're on my list, Utah, right now. I'm watching on you. on my list. Yeah, what does Utah even mean? It's it's Native American for something. They should have to rename themselves. They're so politically correct. Okay, so here's here's what happened this weekend. Out in Arizona, President Trump made a statement that a lot of people are like, what? what uh, do what? what? What's he saying? There's 55,000 people, a parade, people are there, and... He said, white people are being discriminated against in the allotment of COVID-19 treatment. I'm like, okay, let's check it out. Well, finally, all this stuff is starting to surface, okay? Here's what's happening. And Trump said it. He says, the left is rationing life-saving therapeutics based upon race. I'm like, no, come on, Trump. Who can believe that kind of thing? Well, here it is. You are getting prescribed therapeutics if you're not white. That's correct. That's right. In fact, in New York City, if you're white, you have to go to the back of the line to get medical help. That's Trump's statement, and it is 100% true. Here are the guidelines. Non-white, race, Hispanic, Latino ethnicity should be considered, quote-unquote, an additional risk factor. So I would get the uh, jab or whatever treatment or, you know, whatever hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, whatever they wanted to go ahead and prescribe me, right? But Dowd would not because he's white. That's literally it. The health departments of Utah and Minnesota have also the similar guidelines. Well, here's what's happening, okay? Minnesota is now backtracking on this. They're getting so much pushback, and they're saying they will no longer use race to decide who's eligible for monoclonal antibodies, right? That's the things that make you better. Oh, I got COVID. Why do I got to get better? Well, you need monoclonal antibodies. In fact, they had a scoring system, ladies and gentlemen, a scoring system. And if you're white, that's in the negative. It counts against you. Kill the white people. There it is. They will use the scoring system used to determine who in the state qualifies for life-saving COVID treatments. And it no longer includes BIPOC status as a major driver. Of Way to wake up, Minnesota. Uh, the Twin City, uh, getting a little bit smarter. It takes two heads to make that. Now, there's an organization out there that's been doing the work that, so you don't have to. Miller's organization, America's First Legal, had threatened to sue New York over the state's race-based triage schemes. 
The group on Wednesday added Minnesota, Utah to the list, calling their rationing policies racist, unconstitutional, and immoral. You think? Racism's alive and well, ladies and gentlemen, and the white people are the target for that. Dowd, you are. Right in the right in the crosshairs, baby. Yeah, I've always been the problem with this country. Me. You really are the problem Me with Dowd this country, it. more so now than ever. Utah announced that it would be reevaluating now who's eligible for monoclonal antibody. So the state of Utah Health Department told the Free Beacon that its initial scoring rubric was outdated. A new rubric released just yesterday gives non-white race Hispanic identity two points. I get two, you get one, Doubt. This is a great country. Don't you like that? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> New York, however, they're, stood, they're staying their ground. They're not going to be like Minnesota. Spokesperson for the state's health department said there's been no change to the guidance because non-white race, Hispanic, Latino ethnicities, but not poverty geography criterion for eligibility, we are going to continue to use race. Marco Rubio came out and talked about this, and you know he's Hispanic. He gets two points. All right, Marco Rubio is a little like Eddie Aragon, right? Rationing life-saving drug treatments based on race and ethnicity is racist and un-American. Oh, you think? My gosh. And there's the scoring system right there, straight out of the Daily Mail. It takes British newspapers to actually give yeah. this stuff to us. This is great discrimination, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't published in the United States. We can't get this information here. Directing medical professionals to provide or deny medical care based on immutable characteristics like skin color without regard to particular health conditions to the individual patients who are seeking these life-saving antiviral treatments is nothing more than an attempt to establish a racial hierarchy in the provision of life-saving medicine. What an unbelievable, I can't believe this is 2022 and I'm having to make a clarification for this or anybody else is actually told, uh, doing this. This is discrimination against white people, folks. Still racist. It doesn't matter which which race it is. These racist policies decide the question of life and death based upon skin color, ladies and gentlemen. In New York, they are not pushing back whatsoever. They aren't going to fall. They don't care about this pro-American, you know, bringing these, uh, you know, lawsuits against them. What they will continue to do. They publish their guidelines for dispensing life-saving monoclonal antibodies and oral antivirals like Paxlovid to people suffering from mild, moderate symptoms of COVID. Guess what? If you are non-white race, Hispanic, Latino ethnicity, you go to the front of the line because that all should be considered a risk factor because of longstanding, oh, here we go, the historical racism, systemic health and social inequities. There's the word, inequities have contributed to an increased risk of severe illness and death from COVID-19. Unbelievable doubt. Unbelievable. Uh, Eddie, it's, it's, you get two, now just to put this in perspective for the benefit of um, not being white, which I guess is the best thing you can be on planet earth in Utah, you get two points for not being white. You also get two points for diabetes if you have severe, if you're severely immunocompromised, your immune system is, you have a chronic condition or whatever, you get two points. If your obesity rate is a BMI of above 30, you get two points. So basically they're likening just the mere accident of your racial or ethno, ethnic background equivalent to having these severe risk factors. And I just, it's, it's unbelievable. And Steve, uh, Steve Miller, the guy who used to work for, um, 
for Mr. Trump said the color of one's skin is not a medical condition akin to hypertension, heart disease, or obesity, which are known to aggravate the risk of death or severe illness. I tell you, I have tremendous white guilt, as I should. I'm the yeah, problem with you America. You are guilty. But, but and guilty, Dowd. I would feel a little insulted if I were a non-white person getting special status and saying that just the mere fact of my skin pigmentation, my ancestry, is equivalent to having a BMI of over 30. Uh, this is some sick, sick stuff. Sick, exactly. Uh, and we don't mean it in the health term. No pun intended with that. We're literally saying that this is disturbing. Uh, so here's the other thing that's very disturbing, okay? And we'll just talk about monoclonal antibodies because we know, of course, there's good doctors. Good doctors are trying to practice good health. And what are they trying to do? They're trying to make sure that you get better. Isn't that the purpose of health? To heal, to make you better? Monoclonal antibodies is how it works. Two states here, Colorado and, of course, New Mexico, don't generally prescribe those, okay? And we don't have heaps of them. So here's what happened in Maine, okay? A, a Maine doctor, I don't know why it's 25 years of age. I, I, there's no doctor that's 25 years of age has been ordered to submit a psychological evaluation. Why? Because she's treating people with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. She's been referred to the State of Maine Board of Licensure in Medicine. Remember, uh, these are all, everybody who's saying this are all white people. The people who are, who are saying monoclonal antibodies and the people who are saying ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, by and large, right? According to them, it's all white people. Dr. Merrill Nass Medical Services would constitute jeopardy to the health and physical safety of the public and they want to go ahead and remove her just as soon as she got her license several patients and once falsely labeled a patient a victim of life disease lyme disease and that's what she's prescribing so that she can actually procure the meds because just like the state of new mexico maine doesn't allow doctors to prescribe this stuff you can't prescribe ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine so a complaint in addition to that filed against her stated, and I quote, was engaging in the public dissemination of misinformation regarding SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, and the official public health response by a video interview on her website. Therefore, she should be removed. Apparently, she reportedly criticized the federal government's mask vaccine mandates, called out the government's refusal to acknowledge natural immunity, drew attention to the licensing dilemma surrounding the Pfizer vaccine, et cetera, et cetera. Well, in states like Nebraska, this isn't controversial. People prescribe this. People are getting better. People need to understand that this is just something that we're trying to do. We're try trying to heal. But this has become a racial thing. And then, of course, what you can and can't do because their entire narrative, Dowd, as you know, has been shattered. Shattered. And we're going to talk about that uh, in the next segment, about, about that entire narrative being shattered. Because it's absolutely disgusting to me. I know it is for many people out there that people are having to travel across state lines just to get the help that they need. New Mexico wants to be sick. You're going to hear about Australia. Australia wants to be sick. They enjoy the lockdowns just like the state of New Mexico. Hard to disagree with that, Dowd. Yeah, and this this doctor, nice catch, Eddie, on the 25-year-old. I just looked up her CV. Uh, she got her medical degree in 1980, so I don't think she's 25 years old. You're you're right. Not a lot of not a lot of 25-year-old doctors. She at one point because she couldn't get a a, a, a pharmacist, and we've we've documented this before. We've we talked about. The fact that this has been documented where professional physicians, board certified physicians are having pharmacists question their prescriptions that they want to give to their patients using right. their professional judgment. Right. This woman's been a doctor for 40 years. So basically one of her patients, one of the reasons she's in trouble is she had to 
lie, but she and her patient had to kind of conspire to say that this prescription was for Lyme disease because the pharmacist wouldn't fill the prescription because the pharmacist apparently knows more about COVID than the doctor prescribing the medication. Um, we are, uh, what has happened to the trust in the judgment of medical professionals? These were people who to this day have Gallup, the Gallup polls show people in healthcare are the, one of the most trusted institutions in America, except if you go against the narrative and then we're going to take away your certification, fire you, bring you up exactly. front charges, madness. We're going to shut your business down. We're going to move your licenses if you do not agree with this narrative. And folks, we've exposed them. And then this is all the fear porn that you get all the time. Take a quick listen. Tested, get vaccinated, get boosted. Please help our healthcare workers. VaccineNM.org. That's all you get all the time. The fear porn is constant. An NFL game, you, you can't go anywhere without the New Mexico Department of Health spending millions of dollars to scare you right back into your homes and make you convinced that they are right. And we know now with the science, the actual data, which is better than the science itself because it's proof, we know what? We know that this whole thing is a giant sham. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. She was born on this day back in 1943, the great Janis Joplin, the Rose. She would have been, uh, I don't know how old uh, on this day. Well, she'd been 79. Here she is, taking us out. 422 back and forth. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. I mean, nothing, honey, if it ain't free. Yeah, feeling good was easy now when they sang the blues. You know, feeling good was good enough for me. Good enough for me and my body. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic Candy Lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 
Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Three six eight three. I found my thrill. On blueberry hill. On blueberry hill. When I found you. That's Domino. I used to love listening to that with uh, my Nana. I talked yesterday about the 45s, right? You guys love that. I got a couple of texts. People were like, oh, yeah, I remember the uh, the, the 45s, the 78s, you know, all that. Uh, I don't even know what it is. The 33s, the 45s, the 78s. That's the vinyl that you guys uh, used to play. And um, there it is, as always. We've got uh, number two on this day back in 57. Didn't even realize, Dow, that they were actually, you know, tracking this stuff, um, you know, back in the back in the day. 57 is a little bit early, uh, I think, to be tracking the top 10. Feel like uh, Elvis was just popping and popping out, right? Well, and Billboard's very interesting because if you really stop to think about it, you associate Billboard with the hits and tracking the hits. What, what does a billboard have to do with recording? It was a mm-hmm. trade publication for the advertising business. And okay. eventually so much of the advertising business with billboards involved music that it got into the music field decades later. I think billboard goes back to like 19, the 1920s or something. So yeah. uh, interesting origin there of where that all came from. I didn't from. know it. I didn't know it went back uh, that long. Yep. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. All right. So very quickly, we have to make a statement. And this is breaking news out of Britain today. All COVID restrictions to end. Yeah. This is from Boris. Boris Johnson. They hate him. He doesn't die. Boris. Yep. Everything's ending, folks. It's all over. And if you got the vax, and you're doing all this stuff, you're just all stupid. No, I, no, I mean that. <laughs> no, it. I actually said that because I actually mean that. You didn't need this. 
when they tell you that all restrictions and there's no mandatory vaccine or masking, that means you had a choice, ladies and gentlemen. You had a choice in this. And you failed. Remember, they used to make fun of me all the time. Oh, the only unvaxxed candidate. Oh, ha, 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 he's funny. He's so stupid. Who's the stupid one now? This is broken apart. Dr. Peter McCullough, he's been disbarred, disbanned, you know, dis, I don't know, emboweled at this point <laughs> by any sort of legitimacy, uh, by any uh, AMA, CDC, RMA, LBC, ABC, whatever. The narrative that they had False statements regarding asymptomatic spread, reliance on lockdown and masks, which obviously didn't work, the suppression of early treatment, the mass promotion of vaccines, all failed, folks. That's right. Here we are. Total free fall. Healthcare workers who tested positive for COVID-19. Hey, that's all right. You got COVID-19. We need healthcare workers. Go back to work. Right? This is the end, folks. The narrative's over. It's crumbled. It's over. O-V-E-R. And the vaccines, according to McCullough, should be pulled off the market because they are clearly not solving the problem. In fact, that's what we saw when it came to Omicron, right? Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, just totally powerless against the Omicron. Oh, I love what you're doing, Sandy and National Labs. Keep being stupid, despite being so incredibly smart, right? So McCullough says the focus should be on treating high-risk patients if you're fat and old, basically. Like the fat one. And the old or non-white, or non-white. Yeah. Or non-white. <laughs> yeah. I got to throw that in there. Two points, two points. Yeah, Some of the early treatments that he and other physicians around the world have found to be effective, including ivermectin and a new drug called Paxlovid, not available for white people. All of these, by the way, folks, the new ones from Moderna, Johnson Johnson, and all that, it, again, no effectiveness against Omicron. And they're saying that he's the one that's po pushing up misinformation. You know what misery loves? Company. And you know when people do a bad thing, right, right? Oh, dude, you got to do it. Just break in, break in. You should steal that. Oh, I stole one. You got to do it. Like, this is all gang initiation. This is, this is like, uh, you know what gangs are? You know what gangs are? They're a cult. Blood in, blood out. Blood. Oh, yeah, blood in, blood out. You watch that, bro? Yeah. Good American me. I'm into 505. 505, bro. <laughs> Vaccine program's over, folks. Doesn't matter if you took one booster, two boosters, three boosters. The whole thing's over. Well, four boosters if you're Israel. Okay, the vaccine program is crumbled. Okay, just say no. Just say no to drugs. Just say no to that drug. Okay. McCullough testified back in November of 2020 and what he described the federal government's politicization of healthcare during the pandemic, curbing or blocking the availability of cheap, effective treatments. In other words, taking 60 million doses of ivermectin off the shelves. This man has been stripped of every title that he's ever had at any institution, including the American Board of the Medical Association, the American College of Physicians. Does he care? No, because he keeps doctoring. And remember, the politics is all going to play into this, especially during 2022. Because now that it's over, Joe Biden, did you hear slow Joe? Oh, my gosh. He <laughs> sounds terrible. He does no idea what he's doing, okay? Here's what's happening. He's going to come out and claim victory because the narrative is over. Because the narrative is over. And that's what he's going to say. He's going to come out and he's going to say, my fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. 
Yeah, and then he's going to claim victory. That and, and you know what? You won't have to do that because we already know the victory is ours. The anti-vaxxers, the unvaccinated. Yeah. We're not we're going to stay home. We're going to mandate these boosters. UNM all the rest of these institutions, state of New Mexico. So, when this happens, and the media jumps behind it, understand that the victory has already been taken by anybody out there who's decided not to vax and realizes, hey, I have nothing to be afraid afraid of because I listen to The Rock of Talk and they say this word, it's called not pandemic, but endemic. It's something that's now going to be seasonal and we're not going to boost our way or try to vax our way into this because all it did was just initiate a higher level of spread, okay? The modification, the morphing as Dr. Paul Alexander has shown, okay? And we're gonna continue to talk about COVID. So don't try to steer me away from this to anything else because New Mexico has it the worst. It requires us to talk about it probably more than any anything, okay? Fauci's also going on that whole narrative that we've been talking about for months. I think for the last six to nine months, he's now adopted our narrative. Dying with COVID or dying from COVID, okay? So this triple mass, restaurant scolding, self-quarantine, Uber vaccinated types, they're all getting the Omicron, okay? Did they actually die from it? No, they died from being fat or being old. And they just happened to have a complication that came from something in COVID. They didn't die from it because COVID, as we're finding out, is 0.2%. And what they're trying to do right now is they're trying to protect their narrative, which is why they continue to strike the fear and spend all sorts of money from the Department of Health. These, the pandemists, right? You know, Fauci and the like, all his followers, his disciples, his cultists, they've defined this entire thing by their strict adherence to what? The science, right? But now we've got the data. We've got the data. They keep telling us in Jim Jones style, this is the end of the world. Put on your mask, take your vaccines, right? They, I mean, don't you feel like you're in the, the, the cult, of, like you're following Charlie Manson or you know, Jim Jones or, uh, I don't know, Adolf Hitler? Voltaire said, anyone who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. This is countrywide or statewide in the state of New Mexico. There is the COVID cult now. They're walking around. They're making you feel bad. It's like, for what? We, we won. Did you, didn't you hear? Did you hear where we're at with all this? What, what are you going to do? You're going to try and shut us up? Don't you realize that a cult is a small religious group that is not part of a larger, more accepted religion that has beliefs regarded by many people as extreme or dangerous and a small group of very devoted supporters or fans? It's shrinking. More and more people are pushing back. They're all, though, people who follow this are in the cult based upon COVID. They're rushing to get vaccinated. They're rushing to mask. They're, they're quick to judge. We must stop universal vaccination, folks. You've seen it happen in Virginia, right? They just open things up. They're allowing people to opt out of school. You don't need the mask. You don't need the vax. We're good. Youngkin didn't for it didn't did not forbid anyone to mask their child. He said, "No one can be forced to mask their child, but you, you can do it if you want." That was his first executive order out of the gates with his uh, very Jim Dandy kind of dress. <laughs> People have been stoked and told to be terrified 
of the latest COVID variant in and out and in and out. I can't go anywhere. I'm really sick. Oh my God. I've got, I've got one of my sickest guys, one of my clients. He got COVID and first person he called me. Why? Cause I know what to do. Many of you who get Omicron, it's so mild. In fact, Buck Sexton continues to do his radio show while he has Omicron. Statewide, countrywide, in Greece, folks, look at this, 22,000 deaths. They are now fining people, especially older people. Why? Because the cultists are forcing. They're trading and cult. What's in there? Culture. That's exactly what they're doing. It's some sick stuff uh, to be sure, Dowd, but uh, yeah, we are all believing this absurdity here in the state of New Mexico, and that's a very, very sad place for us to be. Dowd? Yeah, and I think, Eddie, the, uh, this morning on Clay and Buck, I was uh, driving back from taking care of my dogs this morning, and they had to, uh, 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 they played a quick, quick clip, quick clip, from some sort of, you know, insider Washington echo chamber woman, so-called journalist. I doesn't, they're all the same, so it doesn't matter. I don't remember who it was. And she was saying something that, that she didn't know it was interesting, but it was what, what intrigued me the most was this focus that the White House, according to her, had on solving COVID when they came to office. This woman was basically running interference for the White House and saying, well, the reason everything's so messed up and the poll numbers are so bad and they've had so many legislative setbacks or just haven't been able to move any legislation is they were so focused on COVID that they, it, was, it was a distraction. You know, they really thought if they could fix COVID, then, they, right. then, it, then they'd have the popularity, they'd have the political right. capital and they can move forward. I think if that's true, if they really were that focused on it, they badly misjudged the extent to which Americans were panicked about COVID yep. because I know uh, they're panicked in Santa Fe. They're panicked in Corrales about COVID, but in huge swaths of this country, reasonable people who uh, have uh, are reality based, who work the land, who accept uh, work blue collar jobs, who accept risk in their lives every day. They've, they got over COVID a long time ago. They understand that there is a risk for the sick and the old, but right. they've been trying to get back to their regular lives. And many of them didn't change their lives at all for a long, long time. So it was the paranoia of the lefty white collar elites by, by believing that this was a catastrophic problem. They had to focus all their early attention on it and they didn't get the results they wanted. Well, even if they had, I would suggest to you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. America, that they wouldn't have gotten any kind of political bump because so many reasonable Americans, a good chunk of the population, have we've moved on. We moved on Healthcare before Joe Biden ever became president. Healthcare is a personal decision, Doug. Yeah, it's yeah. A simple personal responsibility. We'll leave it right there. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. When we return, we're going to jump into how the Aussies are a joke. Do that uh, right here in a moment on AM 1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com. Little Blueberry Hill. Yep. Number two back in 1957 with the old time great. Don't forget to tell your friends family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and am1600kiva. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. 
Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. When you suffer a personal injury in a crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Semi-truck crashes can cause severe long-term injuries. Caruso Law Offices is rated among the best attorneys representing victims of semi-truck accidents with recent jury verdicts of six and $8 million. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the all-new Medicare options. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. That's 505 505- Three five zero three eight five eight. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what what about about the the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. One for the money, two for the show. To get ready now, go cat go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes. You can do anything with me off of my blue suede shoes. But you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place, and do anything that you want to do. 
Oh, that is not Elvis, ladies and gentlemen. That's the great Carl Perkins there. He died uh, this day back in 1998. He just 65 after suffering three strokes in two months. Boy, what a way for a great one to uh, go out. And then Elvis uh, took over from there. Uh, not a lot of people know that, Dowd, that uh, Blue Suede Shoes is uh, Carl Perkins, not Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. A lot of those uh, early rockabilly guys, you know, they, they yeah. never got the attention that uh, a certain someone who was maybe a little more handsome and a little more um, hip-swinging got. Yeah. <laughs> not to insult the king, not to insult I the love king. that. Uh, my, everything I, uh, every time I think of the hip-swinging, I think of uh, Little Forest. <laughs> that's right with the leg braces yeah yeah the leg braces are popping off like that's all right. crazy that's just Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. oi 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 let's go to australia a place that i maybe never want to go to in my lifetime because these people are out of the dark ages ladies and gentlemen this poor guy the best athlete of all time as far as tennis is concerned novak Djokovic. okay no joke by the way the guy is serious as a heart attack, which he will not have because he's not taking the vaccine. He will not suffer from myocarditis. He's not going to be on the floor failing like hundreds of soccer players have been doing. You notice all the soccer players are the ones that are having the heart attacks? Yeah, because they're the most politically correct guys. They're also the guys that fall for anything. You barely touch them and it's foul. Like, I can't stand watching soccer, honestly. It's just, it's worse than NFL football because... NFL football is completely whiny. Oh, look, he he grabbed me. He t- like it's unwatchable, right? The 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 instant. I noticed replays. that over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's instant replays, and oh, this guy did this, and there's penalties and reviews. Like, what am I watching here? Like, I'm not interested in NFL. I'm not interested in soccer. Not interested in any of this stuff. Anyway, I digress. Djokovic is unvaccinated. Then he got COVID nineteen, right? So he's supposed to go for his record twenty first Grand Slam. No problem. The guy is fit as a fiddle. I don't know where that came from, but that's a a very interesting thing. But the reason why is they say that he's a danger to the public. Oh, oh, is he carrying it? Is he going to go infect other people? Remember, all the vaccinated people, doesn't matter how vaccinated you are, you're getting COVID, okay? They're all transmitting the virus. Vaccinated people can become infected, hospitalized. They can even die, right? Vaccination rates, incredibly are the highest in the world in where? Australia, okay? They're administering boost, yeah, 93%. Unbelievable. 93%. You're, you're vaccinated, mate. No. What? I'm calling the police, mate. The infection rate after their vaccinations, despite 93% of eligible Australians, is 5,000 times what it was a year ago. Oh, get the vax. It's going to prevent anything? No. But they're thinking, and this is the, uh, remember, this is cult, cult cultural, okay? Cult cultural. Let's finish that word off. What they're really afraid of is Djokovic winning the Australian Open and somehow being this hero of the unvaccinated. That's really what's at stake here, right, Dowd? I mean, if you think about it, they're, they're not worried about the infection of the COVID. They're worried about how he's going to be infecting the minds. Exactly. The oh, mental virus. The mental virus of Djokovic. Love that guy's name, right? So they're going to deport this guy or deport this guy. He has natural immunity. He can go out there and play. He's not going to die from any sudden heart attack because he didn't take this ridiculous stuff. 
Remember, this has a COVID zero policy. They find one person has it, they shut down the entire city. That, that's, that's, what, that's the way it is in New Zealand and Aussie. Uh, hard to believe for two of the most rough type of populations, right? You see the, the scrums and the rugby and all that. You're like, man, those Aussies and those uh, all blacks in New Zealand, they're pretty amazing. They can tolerate anything. Wrong. COVID, but they're, they're leaving off the field. They don't care how mangled their ears are or how tough they are. They run from that thing. And guess what they've been doing? They've been monitoring citizens' activities as well. Yes, a surveillance society in Australia. A three-judge panel upheld the government's decision to cancel his visa. He lost to a government determined to make him a symbol of the unvaccinated celebrity entitlement as he was on the eve of a record 21st Grand Slam. I mean, these people from the border enforcement to everything else out there, they're like gods, right? You're, you got elected to office? Whatever you say goes, sir. That, that's, that's, that's the way they think about their government. That's not a state or a country or a place that you want to go to, folks. It is simply not a place where you want to go to. And Australia has, has had a reputation as even, an, even more of a Open. rough and tumble place than America because of all the convicts that, that went there. Exactly. I, started it. Uh, I actually recently watched a film. Don't watch this film if you're not like a super movie geek uh, called Wake and Fright. It was lost for decades. It was basically considered this iconic Aussie film. It's all about how insanely wild people in the outback live their lives. They would just get drunk and go out all night and shoot kangaroos. It's about this one uh, school teacher's dark journey into drunken madness and homoeroticism. It's quite a film. Unless you're a real film geek, you don't want to see it. But that was the Australia. I mean, and, and you know, he ends up hitchhiking all over the place and everybody who, who picks him up wants him to go into the bar and get drinks with him. And, you know, I might come in and have a beer with me. And what happened? I mean, this is a deballed continent and country scary yeah uh this is the same country by the way uh that that produced uh none other than uh you might remember him uh, he used to fight crocodiles i believe with his bare hands until he died right yep no reptiles have been here for a lot longer than humans and they're better adapted to this rocky terrain That forked tongue tastes the air, picking up any traces of a potential meal. And COVID, by the way. Uh, Steve uh, Irwin would have said that a lot later. Had he not been killed by a crocodile, right? I think it was a crocodile. I think it was a manta ray stinger went right oh, through his chest. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's yeah. right. The, old, the one that all the kids pet, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a bad day. <laughs> the stingray petting zoos. How about Crocodile Dundee comes to, the, comes to uh, that's Brooklyn? That's not a knife, mate. That's a knife. That's a knife. Mad That's Max? Right. How about Mad Max? Oh, yeah. Thunderdome beyond COVID-iacy. Aussies yep. used to be tough. Not anymore, Dowd. Well, here's how this whole thing wrapped up, okay? The Aussies wanted him gone. He would have become an icon for the unvaccinated. Would have changed their culture. Now, Aussie just wants to be cults, right? That's what they want to do. They're cults. So here you go. He returns home. Djokovic does. Goes to Serbia, hangs out with the whole entire crowd, and he is hailed a hero. That's right, folks. On Monday, he got a ticker tape parade. The world's men's number one tennis star for being unvaccinated against COVID-19. 
jeopardizing his quest for a record 21st Grand Slam title was stopped, but he's recognized as a champion nonetheless because maybe his greatest victory was getting kicked out of Australia. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. No, no, no. Never again. Back after a quick break to uh, wrap the hour right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 FM. Good old blue suede shoes. Carl Perkins dead on this day back in 98 after suffering three strokes, not due to COVID. Steal my car. Drink my liquor from my old flute jar. Do anything that you want to do. But uh-uh, honey, lay up for them shoes and don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal. Or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com S3 Technologies, security service solutions. Security, a variety of security for cloud, perimeter, network, server, and email. S3 Technologies' proactive approach to information technology management provides a secure and reliable platform that allows you to focus on your business instead of the management of your IT infrastructure. S3 Technologies, years of expertise keeping your company up to date with a watchful eye and flexible solutions to manage your environment efficiently, safely and securely. You'll never know how efficient you can run your business until you talk to S3 Technologies. Make an appointment to get a roadmap and risk assessment of what steps you can take to secure your business. Turn your business into secure growth in 2022. S3 Technologies, 505-242-5683. 505-242-5683. S3 Technologies, online, s3nm.com. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. 
Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Ranchos, Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets.theplaceilike.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York in Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. There we go, a little Bob Marley there. That's right, back in the day. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame back in 94. So uh, on this day is amazing. That that song always reminds me of I Am Legend. You might remember at the very beginning of the pandemic, that's uh, that's what I basically uh, said. I said, I'm Will Smith. Like, here it is. I'm Legend. We got to go ahead and not as the legend part, but this is survival. I mean, you remember he's using the radio tower, trying to reach out to people. It's what we had to do. I'm going full Will Smith. I am well, Legend. Well, that was back when, remember when Emma Thompson killed everyone on Earth? That was. Oh, that's know, right. She's, she's never been held to justice for that. I'm still angry at her. Yeah, the, uh, we're we're going to jump into critical race theory and uh, Dallas Synagogue uh, for hour number two. So, uh, unfortunately, we uh, don't have time to get into everything here in hour one. But CRT uh, is important because uh, Rebecca Dow has introduced a HB 91 to ban teaching critical race theory in New Mexico public schools. And you'll want to hear about it. Uh, she's a gubernatorial candidate. Uh, I got to say, I'm I'm pretty excited about her candidacy. Uh, you know, I've uh, already come out and supported uh, uh, Greg Zanetti, but I am definitely excited about Rebecca Dow as well. I think everybody needs to give her a look because she's fighting hard. Uh, she comes from a big family in Southern New Mexico. And uh, those are values that I think that uh, we need uh, up in the state capitol. Here's the problem, uh, folks. <laughs> We're a very racist state. It's going to be pretty hard to elect white people here, right? Especially when we're not going to give them ivermectin. Or you can't even get medicine. <laughs> you can't even get medicine. How are you like going to you get don't them? want us or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, officially there are no Hispanic candidates uh, on the Republican side. Is that correct, Dad? Did I, I think uh, I cleared we, it up. Right. I think you're right, yeah. 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 Oh, there you go. I mean. Uh... Way to recruit. From beyond your demographic there, GOP, doing a great bang-up you know, job there. Some, they, they, they could have had somebody that was going to, you know, hand uh, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham Marasa. We know that he does pretty good at debates, but he's not interested in any of that. No more politics for Eddie Aragon, that's for sure. Back on the top of the hour news. Oh, the best. Bob Marley. Thanks for listening. This is my This is the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA Albuquerque. Three little birds. USA Radio News. President Biden says he and Russian President Vladimir Putin have had frank discussions. Biden adding he's confident imposing sanctions if Russia invades Ukraine would be effective. Biden adding. 
It is going to be a disaster for Russia if they further engage yeah. Ukraine. I've already shipped over $600 million worth of the cost of going into Ukraine in terms of physical loss of life for the Russians, they'll, they'll be able to prevail over time, but it's going to be government. New COVID relief bill may be attached to a larger budget measure by House Democrats. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi telling reporters the COVID relief measure could be tagged as emergency spending. USA Radio News. Santa Fe. Maybe a small word, but with huge ramifications. Well, At Homes, we want to be the mortgage lender that you Fellowship realizes that trust is earned and can easily be lost. That is why we listen, not only to the wants, but also strive to understand the need. Take a look at our Google reviews and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. But that's just the beginning. What matters is you. All right. How about Hobbs? To earn your trust, not just your business. Roy Hobbs. Home loans. 800-804-SAFE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. We will listen and put together a plan to help make your dreams come true. Fellowship Home Loans, 800. Well, just wanted a new Hobbs. I would have thought Hobbs would have it. Or Fellowship Home Loans. Fellowship Home Loans. Hobbs certainly has some money coming in. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA Fellowship Home Loans. Lender, MLS number 60134. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin is sticking to a long-held position regarding the filibuster. Pushing the narrative of nationalizing elections, Senate Majority Leader Democrat Chuck Schumer told lawmakers Tuesday they're going after the 60-vote filibuster rule in order to get the legislation passed. The John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and the Freedom of Vote Act are needed as Schumer accused state-level Republicans of trying to take away the vote from younger, black and brown, elderly, minority, and low-income voters. Democrat Senator Joe Manchin at a press conference says there are already laws on the books to prevent what Schumer is talking Talking about. The laws there, the rules are there, basically the government. The government will stand behind them and make sure they have a right to vote. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. A settlement is being reached between the University of Michigan and the victims of former school doctor Robert Anderson. Over 1,000 survivors will share a $490 million fund. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Some major international flights in the United States are being canceled on Wednesday. Emirates and Air India, among two of the bigger airlines that have announced they're canceling flights over concerns about the potential impact that 5G cell phone service could have on airplane technologies. On Tuesday, President Biden said his administration has been working with wireless carriers and airlines to chart a path forward for 5G deployment and aviation to safely coexist. Dennis Tazier is a pilot with American Airlines. He believes some of the steps being taken by the government and the wireless carriers are the correct ones. Well, certainly the step forward, I think Delta mentioned that, is in the right direction, protecting some of our airports. 
Well, now we're looking at which airports. And I just received last night from American Airlines for my aircraft, the 737, 25 pages about the potential effects of 5G interference to my aircraft. That's if I go into a 5G airport. So we're looking at what airports are protected and what what uh, airports are not. A new poll from National School Choice Week found that 52% of parents have considered or are considering moving their children to new schools in the past year. Respondents citing education quality and COVID-based disruptions as the top reasons for their looking into a change in schools. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Hour number two coming uh, right at you. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, podcasting on Citrus, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And don't forget, you can app us, do the apping at uh, rockoftalk.com and rockoftalk.tv and don't forget to become a subscriber i'm really thinking about making sure that the podcasts are only available for subscribers doubt i think that's kind of the the, the way to go hour two hour yeah. well don't forget you're also getting a lot more for your your dollar because when you when you subscribe you don't just get the audio file you get all the notes of, of all the links to everything we talk about in every show and Another element, which I don't talk enough about, Eddie, is we play a lot of music on the Rock of Talk, and yeah. I well, sprinkle hey, it's the Rock of Talk. What, what do you exa- exactly? Why wouldn't we? And I sprinkle a lot of links to our, you know, videos or or just recordings. You know, not everything. If we play something from 1956, it, there wasn't a video produced for it. And when I look at the analytics of what people are clicking on, Eddie, for the podcast links, a lot of people are playing those videos. You know, we also have younger younger people in the audience who may not know the extent to which. We know music, so uh, we, we supply good music, too, not just good information. One of the things that's very interesting that uh, everybody should uh, be well aware of is that if people get and they are subscribers, we have an uh, open rate on our emails that is unreal. It's pretty high. Like, it is. I, I was looking at it last night. I was like, are you, are you kidding is this right? Did you do so? Are you messing with the numbers, D. Dowd Musk? This can't be I real. I can't code. Yeah. I can't. I can't alter anything. Yeah. So I, I called Dowd. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Uh, something happening? You fudging the numbers on me? You trying, trying? Like the efficacy is is really great, and it's because the way that it's organized. <clears throat> somebody kind of had to come up. <clears throat> so somebody came up with that format. What was that? Yeah. And then uh, we got everything all set up, and you know, it, it, once it started going, it's just about singles and doubles every single day, showing up to work. 90% of success, as you know. 550, 50, 500 here. Bottom of the hour, murder Mike. Hour three, legislative stuff. And uh, we'll uh, continue now with critical race theory because it is something that we are addressing. Rebecca Dow is addressing, gubernatorial candidate. Uh, like I stated, uh, her candidacy is up there along with Greg Zanetti, Mark Ronchetti, uh, no Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, we got Jay Block and uh, Karen Bedoni, the great patriot, hailing from Mexican Springs in the... Uh, Northwest part of the state, just good people, right? And I got to say, like, uh, you know, I'm glad that they're all in there, you know, focused on the real enemy, which is not each other, but Michelle Lujan Grisham. Okay. And that's, but I will say, if you're vaxxed, you're not getting my vote. You're not getting my vote. I, I might like you a whole lot, but if you're vaxxed, I'm like, I don't know. I don't even want people who are vaxxed to be near me. I'm, I'm at that point now. Dad. You're the sickly <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the problem. This is a pandemic of the vaccinated. If you if you've got a vaccination, don't touch me. 
I'm I'm totally good. All right, so let's let's jump into uh, CRT, critical race theory. I, I, you mean I don't want to go to the uh, what was it the uh, the white people die uh, the Eddie Murphy thing right? Uh, kill the white people. That that was pretty funny. I don't care what. Kill the white people. Oh, make them hurt. Kill the white. Yeah, that was off the claim, folks. Uh, that Arizona, excuse me, Utah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This was out of Arizona. Trump said white people are being discriminated against in the allotment of COVID-19 treatments. And uh, lo and behold, it actually holds water. He's actually right. Utah, Minnesota, and New York are discriminating against white people. So now we have critical race theory. So this is the attempt to get into white people's heads and your children's head to demonize white people, which also includes me, Spaniards, who conquered and mutilated Indians and all this, this type of you know, rubbish that, that that's there. And this critical race theory, if you don't know what it is, we reviewed this many times. Indian National Labs, uh, you know, they were pushing that. We exposed that due to some uh, good whistleblowers that were coming out of Indian National Labs. They also went national with their stuff. They were on Glenn Beck, you know, uh, taking copious notes on the things that were happening. But this is a legal theory. And let's just talk about its origins. It creates these views out of young people who have no understanding whatsoever about the theory other than you're racist. Really? That's it. There's nothing else. You have to read Derek Bell, Kimberly Crenshaw. Critical race theory book is called The Key Writings Inform the Movement, all created by uh, Crenshaw and Bell. They want to put it in your schools. Rebecca Dow wants to remove it from your schools with HB 91. So CRT is based on a legal theory from the perspective of the role of law in treatment of color, how you are treated. It examines how the law since the founding of the country has been Central and complicit. Oh, so strong. And upholding, you guessed it, folks, white supremacy throughout its history in terms of social domination and subordination of people of color. Folks, this is all far left communist rubbish. Period. The people who are pushing this are trying to challenge explicitly, not complicitly, explicitly as they state, challenge power structures in the American legal culture. They want people to develop what's called race consciousness. That's right. They want to make sure that, you know, the assimilation, integration, the colorblindness, all this kind of stuff are officially the norms, right? And, and it's this collectivist thinking. People who like critical race theory also believe that laws to continue to promote racial domination and subjugation of people of color in both a systemic and institutional manner, and they want remediation and reparation that is right crazy this is marxist intellectual all developed way back in the 1800s and 1900s in addition to that antonio gramsci he argued that societies generally consist of two classes the oppressors and the oppressed it's a cynical view ladies and gentlemen and children do not need to be educated or told as part of their classmates masked or unmasked oppressed and oppressors based upon simply a color of their skin. Now, Rebecca Dow introduced some legislation today. HB 91 would prohibit the teaching of this rubbish. Crap. Critical race theory in public schools. Puts forth an all-encompassing list of definitions for CRT, but in essence describes it as being any theory or ideology that espouses the view that one race is inherently racist, sexist, intentionally or inadvertently oppressive. I can see it now. 
They're going to try and use this to try to state the Rebecca Dow because she's white is racist. Why did she uh, try to get rid of critical race theory? You know what the left's argument on all this is? It's very interesting. They try to avoid it like the plague. Oh, we don't even know what critical. I've never heard of critical race theory. What? What? What is that? I've never heard of it. And then they're all doing it. Here's the quote. LNLG and New Mexico Department of Education have forced an agenda of shame and division on our children, teaching them that the color of their skin is more important than their character. Echoing Martin Luther King here just two days hence. As a mother, a child advocate, and an expert in education, I'm deeply concerned for the future of our students. Should our government continue to expose them to the damaging worldview that is critical race theory? There are way too many people and politicians who are guilty who want to criticize without actually doing something. That's not the way I like to do things. She says, I feel this bill to fight back against MLG and her government's woke. Oh, love that. That might be the first gubernatorial candidate that actually uses the word woke. That's strong, folks. They're woke educational power grab, and I'm not backing down until we put the power back in the hands of the parents. Now, I like that. Now, just in case you think we've gone too far on any of this stuff, uh, boy, you're not alone. In fact, California is joining you, Doubt. This is exciting stuff. <laughs> because California pushes le its left coast. Literally, when you say left coast, you're referring to what? California, right? And it's not let's go surfing now. It's like, we're going to indoctrinate the kids. We're going to mask you up. We're going to make sure that you are doing everything that the state tells you. Like, this is the place where Ronnie Reagan hails from? Are you kidding? Sack town. Well, here's the latest. California public schools. I love this. And remember, I'm, uh, I guess you can consider me Mexican in some weird way, right? I don't, I don't consider myself Mexican, but I have connections maybe in a way, right? California public schools is removing Aztec prayers from the curriculum after a legal settlement. This is awesome. Who the hell knows how to pray in Aztec? Hard enough to get people to pray in general, like, well, we got to have Aztec prayers in the curriculum. What? You get rid of crosses, you get rid of Christianity, you get rid of Catholicism, you get rid of everything. Yeah, let's bring in Ramadan and the Aztecs. Yeah, we got to make it. And like, what the hell's an Aztec? Well, you're going to learn their prayers, then you'll know what an Aztec is, and then you're probably going to worship that. Oh, by the way, they were, they nailed it. The Mayans nailed it, the, that calendar. They're more perfect than anybody. So now Aztec prayers will be moved from the California Ethnic Studies model curriculum. This is awesome. This is, you know. We can remove CRT in New Mexico if they can get rid of Aztec prayers in California. As far as I'm concerned, right? This seems like a silver bullet. They sued, a group of parents sued over its inclusion, alleging that it was sectarian endorsement of religion, secured a legal settlement within the state. The California curriculum for ethnic studies had included Aztec chants and prayers. Doubt, I had never even heard of this. I'm surprised. That they, can you give me an Aztec chant or a prayer? That's kind of tough. I mean, they, there's I don't, no language. Yeah, there's no written language, right? So how would they know what? How was, would you know what to chant or pray? But they somehow California got it implemented. And it directed its school districts to lead students in the prayers following a quote unquote lesson that may be emotionally taxing or even when student engagement may appear to be low. It's from a Thomas More Society press release. It previously written that the Christian conquistadors had committed theocide against groups such as the Aztecs, and that the response should be regenerate indigenous spiritual traditions. Well, as of today, ladies and gentlemen, the Aztec prayers are being removed from California public schools. So rest assured, something you have no idea about, didn't even know it was implemented, and that doesn't have any language or you have uh, literally no interest in, is now removed. Just another uh, uh, victory here 
on the right side of the aisle. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. I know, I know you enjoy that, Doc. I do, and and I it just reminded me of having something I haven't thought about in years. I was at a um, meeting at the Chemo Theater in downtown Albuquerque, probably the last time I've been in downtown Albuquerque. It was a bunch of leftists getting together to bash Susanna Martinez because right. she had um, investigated some of the funny business going on with the mental health nonprofits that had been funded by the state. And uh, it was basically a political rally disguised as a mental health event. It was pretty disgusting, actually. But at the beginning of the event, and of course, it's 100% progressive, liberal, uh, Democratic politicians were there. Uh, Ortizi Pino, I think, our, our good oh, friend in the Senate was there. He's the worst. Uh, Jerry. Jerry the smoker. Oh, the, yes. poker, <laughs> the smoker. Jerry, no. And at the beginning of the event, and, and just this just reminded me of this Aztec prayer uh, uh, issue. At the beginning of the event, they had two young, I'm sure, bright, young uh, Native American sort of young adults, teens, uh, I think maybe high school or community college or, or UNM or something. Uh, they were dressed in the traditional garb and they did a sort of chanting and dance and prayer event to kick the event off. And we were all told to stand up to respect this sort of, well, not not quasi-religious, I mean, religious ceremony, you know, little event that was happening to kick this whole thing off. And I didn't stand for them. And it had nothing to do with the fact that I, hate native americans or anything like that but i at the moment i when they when announced these children coming up and representing uh you know the belief system through the years and the great spirit and all this stuff i thought you know if they had a southern preacher get up to kick this event off and he started talking about jesus asking god jesus the holy spirit to bless right. our gathering here today every single lefty mm -hmm. in that room would have gotten up on you know on mass and stomped out of that building offended okay Absolutely. but i guess some religions are okay if mommy and daddy practice the religion we hate mommy and daddy they're lame they're old uh we want to be hip we want to live in corrales or taos and so we're gonna as eddie aragon has said on more than one occasion uh come to new mexico and culturally appropriate in, in a truly bad way because you're we, so we empty you. inside tell us you love our beers uh our beers burritos and balloons and uh, you can be new mexican that's all it takes yeah, yeah, and That's it was just how low the, of self-esteem New Mexicans have. It, like, it was just oh, yeah, so just smug, preening political correctness, and I just and it's a good tool, uh, a good mental tool to examine a situation is to just turn things around. You know, yep. what if a Democrat said this instead of a Republican? What if a conservative said this instead of a liberal? Right. Uh, what if one type of religion was a different type of religion was was doing this? And the hypocrisy, the preening hypocrisy of these people. I didn't mean any disrespect to the young folks who did their chanting and dancing that's part of their culture I'm, i support anyone who wants to maintain their traditional culture it's none of my business one way or the other but i was not going to stand for this because it would be participating in the hypocrisy of that event i wanted nothing to do with it you uh you get to maintain your culture insofar as you didn't uh uh, weren't part of the conquistadors. We removed that from the University of New Mexico. Well, that, yeah, that culture has thankfully, to go. Right? Thankfully, it's on mine. Or in the case of white people, please don't celebrate your culture. So we'll get rid of uh, St. Patty's Day. Uh, oh, yeah. down in Moscow. Back in the, uh, there, that's all you can say about this. You know what I have to say about this? Thank God for Hernan Cortez. Viva Hernan Cortez. He conquered the Aztecs uh, way back then. And, uh, well, you know, here we are. Uh, we always moves forward. House of the Rising Sun from the animals. The animals inducted, uh, by the way, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on this day. Also, back in 1994. 520, back and forth. There is a house in New Orleans. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work if you do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Ava, we we want to race. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to search somebody. Sometimes we just need to pick me up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. famous songs the night uh, they drove old dixie down i didn't even know who the band was for a long time it took me a lot later i didn't realize how much influence they had over so many other bands uh, as well but they were the band i don't know if they ever referred to themselves of that or just the band uh big difference in the emphasis as uh, as you would expect 550 50 500 i've got more text than i can shake a stick at i'll get to those after we get to murder mike so thanks everybody for contributing and uh, always getting involved uh, here in the show. We appreciate you very, very, very much. We appreciate uh, you. Let's let's get to that Dallas synagogue uh, uh, story because this is just more political correctness. You know, CRT and all that kind of stuff. Just, I, I mean, it, we're full of it, right? It, today feels like a ba- big old uh, critical race, hate white people uh, day, uh, Dowd, uh, given all the stories that we're covering, right? Oh, we, we, we lost Dowd because uh, Eddie didn't turn Dowd uh, oh, on. There you go. Well, so I'm getting hear. lots of texts from people who are saying that they can hear you in the break. So I have to keep muting you. And I'm not sure how they can oh. hear you. But apparently they can. I don't. I did not know that. So Well, uh, everyone's finding out just what an evil, vulgar, white supremacist I really am, I guess. Oh, so evil. Yeah. Well, anybody who celebrates Hernan Cortez or any of the conquistadors, you, you are bona fide racist so uh, absolutely they're... well i mean this hostage situation eddie is very interesting because yep. what have we what have we been told from the lefties for over a year the number one threat to american security is uh white you know, racist oh we lost down white violent people and then you have someone who is obvious it just kind of disappeared i don't see a lot of coverage on it i wonder i wonder why yeah no coverage because once you find that someone's muslim it's over There'll be zero coverage on that. Right? 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 There's got to be less hatred against Muslims. Like, who's hating Muslims? I mean, that whole story about uh, setting fire in the, 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 the part, whatever, the playground over at the Islamic Center. I mean, they made such a big deal out of that. I'm like, Did they God. ever? <laughs> a woman, like, had been there four or five times. They knew who she was. Yep, yep. But it could be, seriously, it wasn't hate. Mental, I mean, mental illness issue mental there. Illness. It, it wasn't the New Mexico Civil Guard trying to destroy a, a mosque. Right. It's, again, doesn't fit the narrative, so we're done with that. Moving on. So the guy uh, who was killed, by the way, Malik Faisal Akram. How, how the hell was he even in this country? Like, he was known to police, according to his brother, had a criminal record, got in, came in uh, right around New Year's Day. His his uh, his brother's uh, Gulbar, okay? And he was suffering from, yes, you guessed it, folks, Mental health issues. Uh, wow. Just like uh, David Brinkley or John Hinckley, right? <laughs> Sorry. I, I can't help. I just, the mishmash of, of names is just fine. All right. So here it is. He got a visa, flew into JFK around New Year's and all this, stayed at a homeless shelter, as you do, because those are, you know, really nice things. Somehow you can afford a, you know, nice ticket across the pond, but you can't, uh, you got to go be homeless. Then he bought a gun, apparently off the street, whatever. Okay. Then he took Rabbi Charlie Citron Walker. That's that's a great name for 
Charlie Satron Walker, you know, the rabbi. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to say it like that because it's funny. And four congregational Beth Israel congregations hostages demanding the release of, get this, Afia Siddiqui, a woman who hates Jews. That's why she's behind bars 86 years. She's in four words, become a cause for jihadists. They want her out. So this guy gets it in his head. He's like, oh, I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly to America, go to Dallas, right? And I'm going to take a bunch of Jewish people hostage at their synagogue. That's exactly what he's did. it did. So there's two sides to the Jewish community. There's the good conservative community, and then there's the flaming liberal nutjobs, right? And those flaming liberal nutjobs, you're going to hear about them because we're going to talk about the anti-defamation league. Here's the good part, okay? The good Jewish leaders. There's good Jewish leaders and bad Jewish leaders. Good Jewish leaders are generally conservative and generally Republican. You would consider most people, yes, I'm offending all you Jewish people out there that are liberals and that I'm glad to do it. Glad to be the one to, to finally, you know, put that nail, that stake right in your heart. The good ones rip the FBI. The FBI, very liberal, as you know. I mean, I think it's like 99% of the people who work for the FBI are, are essentially Democrats. They said the FBI got it wrong. When they said the terrorists who took hostage at the Texas synagogue didn't make demands that were specifically related to the Jewish community. That's exactly what he did. They got it exactly right. Special agent in charge DeSarno stated, FBI agent, FBI agent DeSarno was focused on Afia Siddiqui, that Akram was focused on Siddiqui, a Pakistani neuroscientist who had convicted in Manhattan federal court of trying to kill U.S. authorities in Afghanistan. His primary demand was her immediate release from prison. Oh, that's not racist. I, we just want her out. So we just popped into a synagogue and, you know, took four people hostage. We do believe from our engagement with this subject that he was singularly focused on one issue. And it was not specifically related to the Jewish community. We were continuing to work to find this motive. Are you an idiot? Yes, because he works for the FBI. You want to solve a crime? Yeah, don't use the FBI to do it. Remember, they had Hunter Biden's laptop. So the... Good people of the Jewish community came out, okay? Mr. Marcus, he says, it seems time after time we see law enforcement officials fail to understand when anti-Semitic incidents occurs, even when it's entirely obvious. He says that the FBI agent's comments were to slip up, but are symptomatic of a widespread failure of law enforcement to understand the problems of anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism. Hard to believe that a hostage situation where people's lives are jeopardized, where people's lives have been taken on, where people's lives are sort of in the crossfire, can be politicized. Siddiqui is serving 86 years at the Fort Worth prison for making anti-Semitic comments. Why does he want her gone? Oh, yeah, he just wants her gone, but we don't know anything about Siddiqui. That's how ill-informed the FBI agent was. Now, Akram, as I stated before, has died from, from the seas, uh, at the seas. But another man came out on behalf of the good Jews. Yes, I'm going to say that once again, the good part of the Jewish community, the good political part of the Jewish community. He says, trying to separate Jews from the idea that Jews were targeted on their holy day at their house of worship is a mistake by the FBI. Absolutely. This is a, a hate crime to the nth degree. Not just releasing Siddiqui, who made anti-Semitic remarks, but also Akram. We're going there and then, and then the FBI saying, oh, he wasn't there, it wasn't racist or you know, anti-Semitic. Here's what's happened in New York just over the last year. 125 anti-Jewish attacks in the five boroughs. In the first 10 months of 2021, there were 144. It increased. Why? 
I don't know. Because Jews are getting targeted. That's why. So here's the uh, here's the bad Jewish part of the community. Okay, the, the real the should I say uh, bad part or really bad part uh, down? Because this, <laughs> this is so bad. I, I I don't know what to tell myself. Like that's how that's how disgusting this has become. The bad part of the Jewish community decides that they want to go defend the Muslims here. The Anti-Defamation League, well, what's their whole mission? To stop defamation of Jewish people. Secure justice and fair treatment to all. So you'd think that after this whole entire thing, right, and the Islamic anti-Semitism, right, and the targeting of the synagogue, he didn't go to a church. He didn't go to uh, just the, the town square. He went to a synagogue on Holy Day. On Holy Day, Saturday. So the ADL is more focused on, well, you guessed it, folks being politically correct and Islamophobia. In fact, Islamic extremists immediately expressed support for Akram's actions. Online prominent Al-Qaeda supporters described the hostage situation as inspirational and a warning to their enemies. Yes. And the ADLs defending the attack and saying that, well, we need to preserve that leftist narrative here because we're liberal Jews, right? The ADL isn't conserved with... Uh, the defamation of the Jewish people. They're not trying to protect Jewish people. They're trying to protect their political ideology on the left. They love to stoke those right-wing fears, don't they? Right-wing extremists are likewise attempting to exploit the Colleyville crisis to advance their own anti-Semitic, conspiratorial, and bigoted. Like, they, they, they're willing to defend people who absolutely hate them because for some reason they hate Trump supporters and right-wing extremists way worse, who had nothing to do with it. But the white guys out there in Texas are like, what What the hell's going on? All of a sudden, they call my name, and they, they said that I'm the one who's trying to exploit this crisis. So the Defamation League's primary concern, not to defend the Jewish people, no. It's that anti-Muslim extremists use the hostage situation as an opportunity to peddle their bigoted views about Islam and Muslim people. So the synagogue gets attacked. And they go and they defend who? Islam and the Muslim people. Despite the Muslim people literally stating Islamic extremists immediately expressed support for Akram's actions and described the hostage situation as inspirational. You can't get stupider than these people. Well, you can. But why try? Who's that stupid? Laura Loomer, who the ADL smears as the far-right activist and anti-Muslim bigot, quoted as saying Jews need to stop voting for Democrats who are importing jihadis to hate them. You can't disagree with Loomer. I love Loomer. I think she's great. It's amazing how hard they have come out at, at her. She has been deplatformed, debased, every way possible. Pam Geller, another ADO. She said Islamic Jew hatred is a central tenet of Islam pointing out in the Quran, or the Quran, that Jews fabricate things and falsely ascribe them to Allah. Then they disobey Allah and never observe the commands. This is all written in the Quran. That Allah turned disobedient Jews into apes and pigs. That Jews are the most vile of created beings. That Muslims should wage war against Jews and subjugate them under Islamic hegemony. Think about this for a second. The Anti-Defamation League went to extreme lengths to defend what? The anti-Muslim extremists use their hostage situation as an opportunity to peddle the bigoted views. 
Yes, to go after, you guessed it, the right people, white people, excuse me, who are trying to exploit the Coleyville crisis to advance their own anti-Semitic agenda, even when the Islamic extremists, after celebrating it, and Akram died, were saying that it was a good thing to release a woman who's serving 86 years for anti-Semitic remarks. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. You can't make this stuff up, folks. But I, I think I'm pretty clear in saying there's a good part of the Jewish community politically and a bad part of the Jewish community politically. Is that fair to say? Is that, am, am I being too divisive there? I think the evidence speaks for itself, Dowd. Yeah, and, and I, I, well, there's a good part of the Irish-American community there's a bad part. I grew up with a lot of Democratic hack voters who were Irish-Americans who worshipped FDR. They voted for a lot of bad candidates over the years. Uh, you know, it takes all kinds in America. Uh, you know, it's... On this issue, I, you know, I don't have a dog in the hunt. I'm an America firster. Uh, I'm yeah. an atheist America firster. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if everybody in the Middle East wants to slaughter each other, that's their business. Yeah. I don't think it's worth one American dollar or one American life. I do think the New York Post, which is a pretty neocon you know, publication, let's face it, they asked a really good question a few days after this happened. Why was this guy in America to begin right. with? His, right. brother, his brother tells the uh, British press, press, oh, my brother was in trouble with the law all the time. The police knew all about him. But somehow he ends up in the United States. And the New York Post has a great question. Uh, American travelers put up with a vast amount of security theater, millions of man hours lost each year to unpredictably long TSA lines, intrusive pat-downs, the whole take-off-your-shoes and belt rigmarole. Yet the vast, this vast security apparatus could not screen out a mentally ill Muslim extremist. It tells you... All you need to know about the TSA and 20 years of abysmal bureaucratic failures in this country, you know, taking your eye off the ball. And um, again, uh, white, white, white supremacy is, is the problem. I guess it when, the, uh, well, the white evil, that's the problem, period. Well, they did say when Larry Elder ran for uh, governor in California that he was the black face of white supremacy. So I think our hostage taker in Texas uh, amounted to the Muslim face of white supremacy. I guess wow. that's, try that, they'll, they'll try to spin it that way. Yeah, good one. All right, back after a quick break, we'll check in with Murder Mike for the very first time in a little while. I guess since last, uh, what, Wednesday, I believe. It's been a week since we heard from Murder Mike, but we'll do that right after the break. Driving old Dixie down. Maybe that's a very fitting end to... This segment, that's exactly what they're trying to do. Thanks for listening. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. I am very pleased with my car accident case that Caruso Law Offices helped me settle. I hope I never need your services again, but if I do, I'll come back. Thanks. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858 save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the new Medicare options. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. 
Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. S3 Technologies. Security Service Solutions. Service. Guarantees you'll keep running steady with monitoring, device management, infrastructure assessments, and penetration testing. S3 Technologies' proactive approach to information technology management provides a secure and reliable platform that allows you to focus on your business instead of the management of your IT infrastructure. S3 Technologies. Years of expertise keeping your company up to date with a watchful eye and flexible solutions to manage your environment efficiently, safely and securely. You'll never know how efficient you can run your business until you talk to S3 Technologies. Make an appointment to get a roadmap and risk assessment of what steps you can take to secure your business. Turn your business into secure growth in 2022. S3 Technologies, 505-242-5683. 505-242-5683-S3NM.com. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey guys, what about the fresh air? And what what about about the the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Jolene, 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 Jolene I'm begging of you, please don't take my man Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him just because you Beyond compare with flaming locks of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. Your smile is like a breath of spring, your voice is soft like summer rain, and I cannot compete with you, Jolene. He talks about you in his sleep, wow. and there's nothing I Happy can birthday, do Dolly Parton. Uh, Islands in the stream. That is what we are. Remember that you might remember that uh, that old uh, Kenny Rogers uh, duet. She's seventy six years young, and 
basically the nicest person in entertainment, period. If you have never seen uh, anything uh, with, with her, uh, I urge you. I mean, it, that's exactly who she is. The woman in Steel Magnolias and as nice as she was as the beautician, like that's exactly who she is. And yep. uh, um, she, she's she's absolutely wonderful in every way, shape, and form. Huge, huge talent. Person. Uh, can act, can sing. She writes so many of her own songs. Yeah. Uh, she can sing the bluegrass of her upbringing. She can sing modern country. And Eddie, you're absolutely right. She's one of these rare big figures who, yep. I, I don't know, you probably... She's iconic. In 50 years in public life, you probably can find some statement she made that you don't like, but she is not political. I mean, she she focuses on, I think, her big cause is literacy in, in the rural, white, poor parts of Appalachia. Uh, she's one of the good ones, not woke, not political, and uh, she, as, as I called her in the Daily Blast this morning, a national treasure. She's been married to her husband, uh, Carl Dean, since 1966. Not Same sure here as my folks. Yep. Yeah, not, not sure what else uh, you could say about her. Her birthday today, back in 46, she got married at the age of 20. Um, married, I, I suppose, her childhood sweetheart. So there you go. We got to check in with uh, Murder Mike, who's in. He's probably, uh, I'm not sure if he's a uh, Dolly Parton fan, but uh, Murder Mike is a murder fan. Uh, we're up to seven on the year, I think, uh, Murder Mike. What, what do you got? How are you? I'm doing pretty well, Eddie. Boy, it was a, kind of an interesting week, and I am a Dolly Parton fan, by the okay, way. Okay, there I, you I, go. I really like that she's uh, 66. I was a sophomore that year. Anyway, moving right along, I got trifocals. And so if I look like a bobblehead. <laughs> do you have trifocals? Yeah. The, Is that a thing? Is that something? That's... Yeah, long range, mid range, and then for like computers. That's so, all in the glass? Yeah, so I am I feel like a bobblehead. That's a very expensive uh, eyeglass there, huh? Well, I'm trying to see, get a better. So you don't have to replace them and look for your glasses? So once once they're on, they're locked on. You sleep with those things on. Right? I do. They're glued, super glued on. Oh, that's great. Super glue works great on bald heads. So good for you, Murder Mike. Whatever you need. Uh, <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> Whatever works. Just uh, make sure you can see. Can you see the words in front of you? Uh, as long as I keep my head up. So, so yeah, I can see the words so oh, far. Okay, there you so, go. So we're working at it. If it I, looks I'll... a little bit like the, the little girl that's riding the bus in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Thank there you go. But incidentally, uh, who's older? I got a trivia question for both of you, uh, Dowd and uh, Murder Mike. Who's older, Tom Cruise or Ferris Bueller? Ooh, Ferris Bueller. That is uh, that is uh, Matthew Broderick. Who's older? Married to Sex in the City, Jessica Parker. I know who looks older, but I don't know who is older. <laughs> Take a guess. Who do you think? Um, I think it's a trick question because Tom Cruise looks like he's about thirty-three. So I'm going to say th Tom Cruise. Nope, it's uh, Matthew Broderick's older. Wow. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that is because Matthew Broderick played a young person in sort of the second hit of that very same summer that was Top Gun. Uh, you thought he was older, he's in his thirties. He's younger than Matthew Broderick, who played Ferris Bueller, who was a high school kid. But they were essentially the same age. They both celebrate this year their sixtieth birthday, and Tom Cruise on July the sixth. There you go. Uh, Jim Carrey also just turned 60 as well. I don't know. I'm, uh, I was paying attention to all the notable 60-year-olds uh, oh, there. And uh, I think Murder Mike just went over 70 or about to go over 70. I'll be 71 at the end of the month, uh, January 30th. Go. January 30th. All right, Murder Mike, lay it on us. I'll tell you what. We're going to look at the week and the review as best as we can. Okay. Uh, so we're going to start with, uh, actually, sometime after 7, 20 p.m. on Wednesday, APD responded to the area of Silverberry and Desert Springs. And that's an area of Unser and Arenal Southwest. Arenal. 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 All right, good. A reference reports of shots fired. When officers arrived on the scene, 
They found an unknown age male suffering from multiple gunshot wounds who was obviously beyond help. The offender is described as an Hispanic male in his late teens, early 20s, last seen driving an 05 Chrysler 300, gold and white in color. An interesting side note on that is the family was so distraught over the shooting because they were right there when it happened. They asked for a chaplain to come to the scene. The APD is no offer, no longer offering chaplain services at all. So uh, that's kind of a, I don't know what, till further notice they say. Anyway, then just minutes after midnight, I was on the scene where APD responded to a reported shooting at the Albuquerque Residence Inn on Central at Charleston Southeast, which is right across the street, incidentally, from that mayor's new public library, formerly known as the Caravan East. When officers arrived, they found an unknown age male on the floor of one of the rooms suffering from multiple gunshot wounds, obviously deceased. Officers secured the scene and began in a preliminary investigation while waiting for homicide detectives to arrive on scene. And I, I sat there for a while and I had five homeless people approach me while I was sitting in my truck waiting for the PIO to arrive who never did. So there you go. Uh, what, what can you say? Um, then right after that, shortly after that, at uh, 3.20 a.m. Wednesday night, Thursday morning, officers were dispatched to the alley in the rear of the Rio Grande Credit Union on San Pedro Northeast, just north of Lomas, referenced a suspicious situation. By the way, that's right behind Oasis Radio. Uh, when officers arrived on scene, they had discovered a deceased male individual. However, the victim... Was... Uh, by the way, Murder Mike, I, uh, I dumped that, just so you know, so... Oh, I'm, I'm not sure why that uh, that little tidbit was important to anybody. Well, it was right in the alley right behind there. So, okay, it didn't matter. Uh, just, um, however, the victim was so bloody that officers could not immediately determine the cause of death. It appears, however, that the victim had, uh, had suffered multiple gunshot wounds along with blunt force trauma. The office of the medical investigator, <clears throat> pardon me, the office of the medical investigator has been dispatched to the scene. And segueing to Saturday night, really Sunday morning, Another homicide goes down in the record books. This is number seven for Albuquerque so far, five since Wednesday. Sometime between the hours of 2 and 3 a.m., APD and EMS were dispatched to the 1300 block of Louisiana Northeast, reference a welfare check on an individual. When officers reached the target address, they observed an individual through the window of the apartment, on the ground, unresponsive, uh, and appeared to be lifeless. Officers gained entry into the apartment, observed an individual on the floor, deceased, suffering from multiple blunt force trauma injuries. Violent crimes and homicide detectives were notified and have taken over the investigation. And then later that same morning, APD responded to the 4505 Montgomery Northeast referencing suspicious situation, possible shooting. When officers arrived, the calling party told police that somebody had broken into his store and tried to steal his tools. The store owner went on to inform police that when the intruder fled, he shot at him. The suspect was located by Montgomery suffering from multiple gunshot wounds, and the suspected intruder was transported to UMH, where he later succumbed to his injuries. All right, so uh, the guy shot him that was trying to get his tools stolen? Yeah. He'll get charged with murder. You know that, right? Yeah, that's why I'm looking at the homicide count as seven questions. Yeah, like if someone's stealing property from you, and, uh, and this is... A, I know it just doesn't work that way, folks. I know you want to go ahead and, you know, be visual anti-justice and all that, but you're an idiot if you decide to shoot at somebody who's just stealing stuff from you. That's right. You will be the person, unfortunately, that's going to be that's going to be charged with homicide. Like, yeah. it, like, can you guys learn a little bit about the law before you decide to whip out a gun? Just if they're going to steal it, just you know, later. 
Yeah, that's all you can do. Cause yeah, I did have the laws in New Mexico are so uh, you know ass backwards that you just can't do anything about that. So it is so you know, true. Yeah. I mean, all right, so let's get to the Monday because okay. there's two, and there's one that we're not counting as a homicide yet, but there was a, a dead body and a burnt house, which would put us at number eight, I believe, on the year or nine on the year. I, I'm, I'm not sure which, uh, but they, eight. Then that would be eight. That would be eight. Okay, because in the uh, just after one a.m. on Sunday morning, right? Or Monday morning, is that correct? Tell I us about so, that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't have a lot of the details on it because I went right to stats because Monday was such a... I know, you weren't feeling good. And we want you to keep, uh, keep everybody keep Murder Mike uh, uh, in your prayers on stuff. He really does it. Let me let me uh, get to this. So Albuquerque police launched a homicide investigation early Monday morning in Northeast, 1311 Louisiana, around midnight to conduct a welfare check. And officers found one person dead there. So that's another homicide. Uh, that's there. That would actually put us at nine because you you were quoting five, and then si- I, I, six right through uh, Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, Wednesday to Sunday. They, those were all shootings. Those okay. were all shootings. Yeah, those, all shootings. And then the uh, body was found on the rubble at the sign of the blaze on West Central. Uh, Albuquerque Fire Rescues responded to twenty six twenty six Central, where they found smoke and flames coming from the building. Just as they were about to make entry, heavy flames broke through the roof of multiple places. Crews were stitched back to the dispatch to the fire about one a.m. there. Hours later, the fire extinguished. What they find inside, where the body was found in the charred rubble. So um, there you go, uh, Murder Mike. Uh, right all off the stats for us. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Here we go. Quickly looking at stats for Monday night. Uh, there were 10 shots fire calls reported, 8 disturbance calls, 1 drunk driver was taken off the street, and 4 individuals were booked into MDC on drunken disorderly charges. Additionally, there were 7 domestic disputes reported, which with one involving alcohol or drugs, one one was a deadly weapon was implied or used, and one was one where one or one of the other, one of the two partners had assaulted the other. And speaking of assaults, there were seven of them on Monday night. Four were aggravated, and three were simple assaults. Also, there were three suicide calls reported, two were threats, and one was a, an actual attempt requiring EMS intervention. When it comes to burglaries over, overnight in the Albuquerque area, there was a total of four residential and two commercial burglaries reported. And finally, there was five auto thefts and one carjacking occurred where a 2002 Honda Accord black in color was taken at gunpoint in the northwest area of Blue Water and Coors Northwest. There we go. That's the stats. Nice to see you again. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. We appreciate uh, you jumping back into the Kiva. And uh, be well, Murder Mike, as always. Uh, we'll, uh, we're always uh, in our... Thoughts. He stays up late, uh, but he hasn't been burning the candle on both ends lately because he hasn't been feeling up to it. But uh, we'll get some some stats done the better because he certainly looks uh, better now. Take us out to uh, more Julian. I will read your text at the beginning of third hour, and then we're going to focus on Richard Branson. Uh, we'll get to you know some good banter back and forth as Dad and I engage each other in you know a little bit of uh, verbal judo, if you will, on a number of issues, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, third hour. Hour three, just for you and me, right here in the Kiva on AM 600 FM, rockoftalk.com. Happy 76th birthday to Dolly Parton. Friends ask me what my recommendations are. I just say theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals too. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, breakfast at theplaceilike.com.
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine-in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. It's going to be painful to get a handle on inflation. That's according to President Biden, who addressed the issue at the White House, saying he's working on getting it under control. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard. Biden saying it's going to be hard to tackle rising gas prices 
because they depend on the worldwide oil supply. The president saying spending more money will help with inflation. Single best way to take the burden off middle class and working class folks is to pass the Build Back Better piece that are things that they're paying a lot of money for now. Senate Democrats will make their play on voting rights Wednesday night, but the effort is expected to fail. Two bills on voting rights and election reform are on the front burner, and Republicans are expected to block forward progress through the Senate filibuster. USA Radio News. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. The Biden administration is defending use of a Trump-era public health policy that's used to immediately deport many illegal immigrants who are caught at the southern border. Department of Justice attorney Sharon Swingle arguing federal detention centers where illegal immigrants are held are not equipped to deal with the pandemic. Posing a substantial risk of the spread of COVID-19 to other non-citizens, CBP officials, and the public at large. In September, a district court found that using Title 42 to expel asylum-seeking families is likely unlawful. The Biden administration is appealing. CBS says its broadcast of the Cowboys versus 49ers game from this past weekend is the most-watched NFL wildcard game in seven years. The game averaged over 41 million viewers on CBS and Nickelodeon. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. New York's attorney general is continuing her civil case against the Trumps. New York Attorney General Letita James disclosed new details Tuesday night about her civil investigation into former President Trump's business dealings, saying the probe has uncovered evidence suggesting the fraudulent valuing of multiple assets and misrepresentations of those values to financial institutions. Daniel Goldman, a former assistant U.S. district attorney during the first failed Trump impeachment, weighs in on MSNBC. The, the allegations are that Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka Trump uh, were very involved in exaggerating or misstating statements of assets and finances in order to obtain loans, insurance and uh, tax credits. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
Thursday marks one year in office since President Joe Biden took the presidential oath of office. COVID was a central part of the president's campaign, but White House Minority Whip Steve Scalise says President Biden's response to the coronavirus has been a failure. How many times during the campaign did candidate Joe Biden say, I'm going to shut down the virus? He actually bragged that he had a plan on day one to combat the virus. And then what happened just a few weeks ago before governors across the country? For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Burke. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVBQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, hour three, you and me and D-Dowd Muska, the Dow 3000 right here in the Kiva, the music of Grateful Dead inducted in the Hall of Fame back in 1994 on this day. And uh, all that uh, was held in New York City, not in the Mistake by the Lake uh, in Cleveland. Uh, but uh, there you go, right, uh, D-Dowd Muska? Glad to have you uh, on board for this voyage. Uh, well, the, your... uh, the the potheads in my high school, boy, did they try to get me into the Grateful Dead. But, really? uh, you know, being a good Catholic boy, I stayed away from that that scene. <laughs> and uh, I think it was a lot of pot, right? A lot of pot smoking. Oh, yeah. Touch of Grey was very big with them. <laughs> oh, really? really? Big, That's yeah. the only song I really know from them. You know, I don't know anything else uh, other than they had, uh, you know, Jerry Garcia, and uh, they had uh, very Cherry Garcia, Ben and Jerry's. Uh, of course. But beyond that, I don't really know a whole lot about the dead. Um, I think I know more about fish than I know, which <laughs> yes. sort of... Uh, Modern version of the dead, yes. Yeah, sort of in, gets those... Uh, is, is fish even around any longer? Do they just smoke themselves into oblivion or what, Wait, what happened? <laughs> Let me go digging here. I know they had the... Uh, the dead and fish were both had this kind of traveling band of people who yeah. followed them their whole lives. Uh, oh, of course they were founded in Burlington, Vermont. Where else would oh, they have been yes, founded? That's right. Yeah, uh, let's Vermont. see. Uh, years active. Let's see. Are they still active? Are they still around? Is the fish yeah. still around? Uh, probably, right. uh, what, 2010, 2012, probably still touring, and then probably stopped. Uh, something happened, right? But let's who see. knows? We'll see what happens. We'll check uh, a couple of quick phone calls while we wait for Dow to find out uh, something he ha- he cares nothing about. Call it your interview. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. I'm going to get the Dow 3000 to elaborate on the band, an album called The Pink, or Pink, or Big Pink. Why do you uh, feel like I've had written. this phone call before? I feel like, some, I don't know, I just, I feel like you, this, uh, how are you? Uh, what's your name again? Rick. Oh, yeah, Rick. There you go. Rick, haven't heard from you in a while. Glad to 
Glad to see you're still alive and kicking. That's awesome, uh, especially during this COVID. It was going to kill you. So. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Donovan wrote the lyrics for the band. Oh, okay, there you go. Let's get check that out. Okay, we'll check out uh, Donovan. Donovan uh, also saying uh, something that's uh, slipping my mind, but I know that I probably know the words uh, to uh, any Donovan song. Anything else, Rick? That's it. I just wanted to know if you know, the okay. 3,000 could elaborate on that. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I, will, I will do my best. Uh, just quickly, right. let's deal with, with Fish. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they had to, of course, like so many responsible acts, uh, postpone their touring because oh. of. COVID. coronavirus you can you can toke one over the line all day long but please don't bring la corona the virus covid into our concerts uh they came back in july of 2021 uh touring again and then uh, as of december 31st mm. 2021 that was Fair not enough. that long ago they had a three set um a three set new year's eve concert in uh, in the Big Apple, I thought nothing happened in New York anymore. Uh, as for the Big Pink, of course, that is the iconic album from the band, which uh, you know Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm, uh, and of course the Weight, the big hit from that. A very you know that that song's been used in four thousand films and commercials and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's uh, from the Big Pink, music from the Big Pink, of course, being the band uh, album, nineteen sixty eight. 1968 mm, and of course donovan the great donovan i'm just mad about saffron uh they call it mellow yellow they call uh, it i'm he, just mad he was called the saffron. i believe he was called the bob dylan of the uk although i think he's welsh i, okay. I believe welsh yes yeah have you ever heard somebody speak uh, from wales have you ever seen, uh, 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 my sister on occasion will take the tour, uh, take the train through Wales, yeah. and she will send me the names of the towns she passes. It is strange. There are about 27 letters, and they're all consonants. So It I, is I, weird. No, yeah. I, I had a good friend, uh, Neville, uh, who uh, spoke Welsh. And then I, I think I've uh, told you that story of me taking a guy, a guy that introduced me to dead babies and Martin Amos. Uh, his name was Garrett. And we took him as he was uh, traversing across the United States, and he won a car to take the money and managed to spend it all before he went back uh, the other side to, uh, to back to Wales. Kind of crazy, huh? There you go. Definitely. Wales uh, Wales known for their rugby, by the way, and their allegiance to the uh, the royal <clears throat> crown. They're, they're very... And they also are the original Britons, the, the exactly. Britons, B-R-I-T-O-N-S. They've done genetic testing. They, the, the original Britons got pushed up into that corner of the island because, of course, the Normans, the Anglo-Saxons came in. So I guess if you really want to talk like Arthurian stuff, that still exists in the original inhabitants way up in Wales. Yep, we know. Just I'm very anything. white. I'm sorry. We, I'm very white. You know, I know these things. <laughs> you know anything that you might want to know of. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, white culture, let's uh, get in with uh, Sir Richard Branson and get an update right after I rattle off some text. Oh, I fooled you guys. You know that I was going to get uh, to your text uh, here in the Kiva here at uh, 611 on this uh, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Uh Shall we, Dow? Shall we elaborate on the contributions uh, that have been coming into the Kiva? If you're not first, you're last. Let's see who comes in uh, first in uh, all of this, and we'll we'll jump into this. Uh, let's see. Wow, this is long. England ends all COVID passports mask mandates. Requirement for secondary school pupils to wear masks during class and in communal areas will also be removed from the Department of Education's national guidance. Roaring cheers from lawmakers could be heard in the House of Commons following Johnson's announcement on masks. Out. People who test positive for COVID and their unvaccinated contacts are still required to self-isolate 
But Johnson said he's very much expecting not to renew any of this stuff. It'll all expire on March 24th, 100%. As COVID becomes endemic, we will need to replace legal requirements and advice guidance urging people with a virus to be careful and considerate of others. As to remove testing rules for vaccinated UK-bound travelers, Johnson said the government is reviewing the testing arrangements on travel and that an announcement will be expected in the next few days. He refused to reconsider the vaccination mandate for frontline health workers, insisting the evidence is clear that healthcare professionals should get vaccinated, but everything at this point is optional. This is going to be interesting spin on the vaccinated. So there you go. Thanks, Gordo, for uh, shooting that in. Uh, good afternoon, Eddie. Hope all is well. Question is, you introduced me to the app. You mentioned, you know, purchasing a private email. I remember Rush Ronald Reagan, like 42 bucks a year. I don't want to advertise my political party in an email address, especially now since a pandemic. I uh, do remember you suggesting something private emails account where I need to go and what is recommended. I need to, no, we're not doing, okay. I do need to use a free email address. No, 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 I'm not. Okay. Gosh. I can't even read what's here because it's annoying. Hey, Eddie, hope you're doing well. Uh, Murder Mike just brought me in a Vax card. And I'm like, why do I want that? He's like, well, I just thought you might like, I have no use. If someone needs a Vax card, I'm not going to give it to them anyway. And I certainly ain't going to fake a Vax card and embarrass myself because someone's going to say, oh, you're Eddie Aragon. and know you're not Vax. Like, let's get real here. <laughs> hey, Eddie, hope you're doing well. I was at the Santa Fe for the pro-life rally. Get this, as a retired military veteran, I was not allowed to use the restroom in the people's state capital. Yes, that's right. That is correct. We knew that going in. Uh, so did you pee on the building? I would have. Even if I was willing to wear a mask, I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying what I would have done, not for you to do. I would have to show a Vax card. Unbelievable. I asked security to pass a message to the tiny tyrant. Thank you for denying me the use of the restroom, allowing the most progressive abortion policies and murdering babies in the womb. Great rally, though. There should have been more church leader pastors from the state. Hope to see you sometime. God bless. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, KP. Uh, I appreciate uh, that. Uh, KP's a good guy. Um, I'm glad we were able to Joel checks in. Uh, he's one of our subscribers. A new variant has been discovered. It's called another con. All good stuff. Let's see. Uh, let's see. They didn't even know the website. U.S. at home COVID-19 tests have already been ordered for this address. You can get that from the U.S. Postal Service. Just what we need. The U.S. Postal Service can't even deliver mail correctly. And now you want them to deliver, you guessed it, uh, tests. Testing, testes, testes, one, two, three. They didn't even know the website existed until I told them there's no way in the hell they said they ordered tests. Or they did, and there's no way in hell they ordered it. They want to make sure that you order you your ballots, and they also want to order you what else? Your testing for at-home COVID. Uh, the symbol for Mormons is the beehive. What does that mean? Collectivists, is that what you're saying? Busy worker? I'm not, I have no idea. All I know is uh, I hate Utah, and I don't want to go there. After all this crap and political correctness, no need. I told you uh, <clears throat> there's two types of people I know that I hate or I don't like, period, okay? Liberal Mormons, I told you that. If you're a, liberal, if you're a Democrat Mormon, I don't want to know you. Don't, do not talk to me, okay? The second group is who, right? Dallas Cowboy fans that work for the state of New Mexico who are registered Democrat and who are Catholics. If you possess those four characteristics, don't ever speak to me. There's lots of you, by the way. Oh, lots of you. And you're all crying yoris in your beer and your tortillas on Sunday when the Cowboys lost. Eee! The Cowboys. COVID is a joke, Eddie. My wife with severe asthma had it in December, though her primary doctor neglected to tell her of this until uh, she was at the office for a follow-up. No related to COVID. Not related to COVID. There you go. Uh, 801. Uh, this is from the 801. Someone is going to... I haven't even read this yet. I'm going to read this live. 
I am disappointed to hear you say that you're done with Utah. I just did. I love this when people, you know, that <clears throat> maybe I always, I need to always support Utah to fit in so I could uh, make sure I have a, your approval. And I need to always make sure that I support Donald Trump. No deviation. Well, I told you. I was, I'm the biggest Trump supporter in the entire state, period. That's, that's the way it is. It was that way. I mean, you need to understand that, but I don't support Trump any longer. Retire, dude. Hang out at home. Be with your family. Dude, dude, tell us what a, you know, uh, a 76-year-old is supposed to do. Go help everybody, raise money, do speeches. You go out as the greatest president in living history, as far as I'm concerned. But we don't need you running again. I mean, I, I fielded texts all day. I'm losing my audience. Uh, yeah, go support other conservative uh, 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 talk show hosts. I'm totally fine with that who are now on Trump's side yet protested on the streets uh, with Donald Trump and there's film on it. I mean, really, I don't care, make it bother me. I'm disappointed to hear you say that you're done with Utah. That article came from a left liberal paper and does not represent the overwhelming majority of Utah residents. The liberal elite run Salt Lake City are putting out this crap. The rest of the state is against it. Really? Are you guys really against it? Cause I know lots of liberal Mormons, okay? There are lots of them. They exist. Very politically correct and they're terrible people. I lived in Utah for 30 years and recently moved to New Mexico and still regularly visit Utah for family. That is not how the majority thinks. The majority think the liberals in Salt Lake City suck and are disgusted by them and with Mitt Romney as well. Visit Utah. It's a breath of fresh air compared to how New Mexico is being run. How about no? Yeah, no, thank you. Utah sucks. Period. <laughs> no need to go. Thank you. Well, I'm just speaking for myself and not Eddie Aragon, folks. Uh, I've always defended Utah forever. I've said yeah. it has good good policy and good culture. It unites the best of everything. I've defended Utah. I've written about Utah. But listen, in the last 24 hours, we get the Salt Lake Tribune endorsing the National Guard acting as bioterrorists, basically, yeah. confining people in their homes. And then this official state policy with racial nonsense. So yeah. uh, I'm just saying uh, I still Racist. love Utah. Racist vaccination policy. Very. That's official state policy. So, um, Utah, I love you. I defend you. But I've I've heard two very bad things recently. And Later, as bro. of right now, you're on my list. You're on my list. You're, you're on my no visit. <laughs> I got my eye on you. You're right about uh, race, Eddie. Me and my wife were able to get Regeneron at the local IHS hospital. I've told people now uh, who know about that and no one knew what it was. All they give out is vaccine for the answer. My cousin who tried to get it as well was told he wasn't recognized member of our tribe, so they couldn't help him. My grandfather wouldn't sign a paper claiming his own son's kids. That's on the vaccination. Who they'll give it to? This from Hot Sauce. Millions on fear would have been better spent on law enforcement, small business, healthcare, and education. That's from the guy who made you your Dow 3000 Hot Sauce. Ooh, I'm still recovering from my first dose of that, but it's going to be very good for me moving forward. All right, here we go. Uh, 221, Holmes, Vatos Locos Forever. I don't know what the heck he's saying, but uh, it is funny. Everybody knows that I like to say those types of things, you know. By the way, the, the cars will be circling around here as, as they normally do. I had a consult with Summers today because Omicron is so much more contagious, so much less lethal than other strains. I recommend that I try to get infected with it and be done. <laughs> <laughs> protection from Omicron antibodies vastly superior to any protection from vaccines. Medical evidence from Israel is showing that the more often you receive the jab, the more comprised your immune system becomes. When infected, take oil of oregano and regimen of recommended vitamins. Bingo, bango, bongo. There it is. You want it? You want the La Corona? You want it? Okay. Australia started out as a prison island. It will end the same. Ooh. Mm. You know, that's the greatest thing, is to be in a prison and not know that you are in it. Yep. Because you'll never try to escape it. This is what they all got you in. 
six to 10, what New Mexico is trying to do to overcome the Omicron. We're going to shut down the, we're going to shut down the educational system. We're going to shut down businesses. We're going to tell people we can do, if you'll do your part, we'll go ahead and revisit whether or not we're going to reopen. How long have we been listening to this bull crap for? Seriously, I, I don't listen to it. Great truth today, Eddie. That's from my friend, Wayne. Wayne Wayne's great. Wayne. He yells at me if I'm not on the air. On the text message. No, he does. It's like it's like he waits all day to hear what we have to say. That's a big deal, Dowd. I agree. I agree. Right, There's a know, sacred bond when you have with your listeners. Absolutely. <clears throat> is Louis Sanchez not running for governor? Oh, he's running for CD1. Dowd's mic is open. E, your fly's open. Look. Why are you looking, bro? Huh? What's down there for you? Why are you looking at my fly? No. I don't shut up. I grow up. And when I look um, at you, I throw up. No, I mean, it's like <laughs> if someone tells you your fly open, it's like, what are you doing? Checking out my jock, bro. He's got to breathe. He's got to breathe. <laughs> Criminal race bait therapy. Oh, no. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. Uh, the Joe Show. I'm going to be on the Joe Show this Saturday night. Oh, cool. Saturday night. It's all right. Uh, you know, you know the old Elton John song. I feel the same way about vax people. I don't want them near me. I don't. You're vaxxed. Also, it's always shows kind of poor judgment on your part. You know, I mean, no. I like to be around smart people. Hi, <laughs> no. hey, did you see the news coming out of the UK? Uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced that essentially no more COVID crap, right? No more mask mandates for the most part. No more vaccination requirements. From what I understand, they're still requiring the medical community to be vaccinated. It's so sad. Anyway, hooray for us. They aren't vaccinated. That comes from a 58-year-old who survived the variant, still not getting vaccinated. Thank God for you being the only rational mind on New Mexico radio. There you go. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, March for Life Santa Fe. Bishop announced uh, March and rally was canceled. Oh. He lied. People who cared to walk around the roundhouse. Rally proceeded with many speakers. Dr. Jordan Sanchez was the speaker. One of the priests was there. We were allowed, not allowed in the church. We refused the mask mandate. We refused communion because no mask and refused the host in hand. Mask was hypocrisy that caters to love. It doesn't change you from being Catholic. You know, I'm Catholic myself. But you don't have to enter any church. And the Archdiocese is a joke, especially Father Chavez over there at St. Therese. You know, he's the worst. And you heard Gil Aragon, who called in yesterday, right, Dowd? And Oh, yeah, it was great, great and, uh, conversation. Gil's family built that church. And, you know, uh, Mr. Chavez, Pastor Chavez, uh, by the way, he's a, he's a little flim-flammery, by the way. Uh, I will tell you uh, in all of this, uh, he is to blame for all the hate that's coming out. And I, I need to read the letter from my cousin who passed away in the hot, balloon, hot air balloon accident. I think I need to Appalling. go. Appalling. I just can't begin to. I mean, that was yeah. the last communication she got from an official yes, representative of the Holy See. He's in and heaven. it was insulting and condescending and, oh, it's appalling. The band was originally the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. I knew a man, Bojangles, and he danced for you. That is, that's the best song. I, what did I say? We were looking at uh, Mr. Bojangles. They sang that. Um, um, <clears throat> Excuse me, Mr. Bojangles dance. There it is. This is the best version, by the way. I, sorry, you play the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, or you go to the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, and I'm like all about that because this song is one of the best songs ever. Really, right? You know, Mr. Bo, my dog. Um, by the way, Dowd, uh, my dog. Um, <clears throat> he had. Uh, he was a black dog. Uh, really small. Really, really smart. Really, really, really smart because he was a little Sheltie. Do you know what a Sheltie is? It's a, oh, one yeah, of those yeah, little yeah. Um, Australian like cattle roundup dogs. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Very, but he was amazing, and his and his name was Bruce Bojangles. Okay, uh, that's, because, a, that's a cool name. That's good. Dance, and he jumped around, and uh, well, of course he's black, and that's not me being racist. It's just 
that's what this whole thing's about. So uh, take a listen. It's really good. Right? Feel free to sing I along. I knew a man oh, jangles and he danced for you. And won't out you. Silver hair and ragged shirt and baggy pants. That old soft shoe. Just like Bruce. Jump so high. You jump so high. My dog did, and he grabbed the frisbee. Then he lightly touched down. He actually came playing frisbee from a shelter. I met him in a sail in New Orleans. I was. You were down and out. I was down and out. Looked to me to be the eyes of age. As the smoke ran out, he talked of life. Here we go, all together now. Said his name, Bojangles, and he danced a lick. Across the cell, he grabbed his pants and feathered stance for he jumped so high. Then he clicked his heels. He let go a laugh. Let go alive. Shook back his clothes all around. Mr. Bojangles. Mr. Bojangles. Mr. Bojangles. And oh, the best. Uh, he was an American dancer. Actually, uh, it's actually really him, folks, ladies and gentlemen. That was Bill Robinson. That's the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band uh, talking about uh, Bill Robinson and the legend of that uh, as one of the greatest American dancers of all time, also known as Bojangles Bill Robinson. And uh, nobody could dance uh, like him. And uh, he's also an actor in a number of movies as well. And, um, <clears throat> and it's just, just amazing. You have to go back and find some film on him uh, on YouTube, but uh, there you go. We'll get some more text uh, here in a moment. Somebody wants to jump in the show. Caller in the Kiva, go ahead. Going once, going twice, caller. Yes. All right, that's right. You wait that long and like, that's it. You just, you you, you check out, we'll keep going. So the nitty gritty dirt band, uh, um, is that, is that, is that true? Is that the band the same as the Nitty Gritty Dirt, dirt No, band? no, it is not. <laughs> okay, there we go. I the, love these mess-ups because it turns into... So we went Lou Reed... Distinction in the notes Bowl. tonight. <laughs> yeah, so this is great. I'm, I'm liking this new thing that I do where... Um, yeah, where I, where I basically mess it up and I go on into a tangent of something else that I'm more interested in than the actual story that that's there. So <laughs> I've never been the biggest MLG fan, but when I see her support for our organization that provides jobs and opportunities for people with disabilities, I get conflicted. Oh, there you go. She can buy you off. It makes me realize that politics is politics. When it comes to what really matters, meaning providing jobs and opportunities for amazing individuals, she has my support. Thank you, MLG. And check out the New Mexico office supply. We're doing great work here for a group of unemployment rate. That's significantly higher than the national average. Also, I read the Quran, and it's a painful read, and it's more like course of how to live and think that's a than a religious doctrine. I lose sleep every night thinking about the Quran. Wow, this is this person's kind of wow, huh? <clears throat> I actually know this person as a Republican. I, I told you, did I not tell you that? I mean, it's it's going to be uh, next to impossible to. 
to get Michelle Lujan Grisham to, uh, you know, lose. The ADL has an Obama administration hack running it now. It's not surprising that they are putting forth politically correct, brain-twisting pretzel statements that make excuses for Islamic terrorism. Not surprised. Uh, Buford says, have you heard Dolly's version of Collective Soul Shine? Oh, wow. I think we'll wrap it up with that one. I haven't heard it. Uh, hopefully we'll find it. I do like Collective Soul. That's not the one that's a uh, runaway train, is it? Is Collective Soul? Gotta let it shine, right? Yeah, that's that. That's Collective Soul, I think. Did I nail it? I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> 550, You're a good man, Eddie Aragon. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. I like that. Oh, uh, let's see. Up on Cripple Creek. Ripple is up on Cripple Creek. Yeah, that's a good idea. King uh, texts in, 50% of cases at Cindy Labs were breakthrough infections. I'm sure it's higher, honestly. There's people like embarrassed. Oh, that's that's just funny stuff. All right, last couple here. Eddie, if COVID is going to kill me, I live in Albuquerque. COVID can get in line. Ooh. <laughs> that, should, that should be a T-shirt. Yep. Wait your turn, COVID. <laughs> There's a lot that of other things that want to kill me in the APQ. <laughs> beehive hair, too. So uh, there you I go. Have to walk to my dealership back and forth to pick up my vehicle up here in, in supposedly a nice section of the you city. You didn't have to walk across the freeway. Um, I did, but let me tell you, you you, you see plenty of uh, syringes and uh, interesting oh, yeah. things on the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, uh, I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. Yeah, red hot chili peppers under the bridge. That's where he right, finds right, the right, right? There he is. Right, right. And of course, Anthony Kiedis. I think Anthony Kiedis, lead singer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Flea and all that. I think Kiedis is what, like in his mid 60s now? Like, that's oh, yeah. how old yeah. Kiedis is. I think yeah, he could be 10 he, years older than I am. Yeah. He's at least 10 years older than you are. Yeah. Uh, Lost yeah, his virginity to share, I, I believe. Did he really? Story. I believe that was a story or, or the claim. Yeah. <laughs> Gypsies, traps, and thieves. There's been a lot of men who've like likely lost their virginity to share. Uh, hence the name, share. <laughs> bingo, bango, All right, take us out, Dowd. Last uh, 15 minutes uh, with so Richard Branson. And oh some, God, no, I, I don't. I, I don't. Updates, uh, <laughs> at that, uh, take it can away, I, there, young I, man. Can I get it done in 15 minutes, um, <laughs> folks? We have been. Uh, in the Kiva, fighting for you, fighting for you as a taxpayer, fighting against uh, ridiculous corporate welfare nonsense for, for as long as anyone can remember. And one of the, I, I don't know, the poster child for this, of course, is, is the Spaceport America, which is a big facility, $200 million facility built in Sierra County, kind of in the middle of nowhere. I love my rural New Mexico, but let's face it, it's, it's the middle of nowhere. Uh, we dropped 200 mil on that uh, investment, public investment. So the Spaceport and Richard Branson are kind of the same thing. Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic Company was built for him. We spent our own tax dollars on it. This was going to uh, revive the economy of Sierra County. We're going to have 5,000 jobs at the Spaceport. New Mexico was going to be the center of space tourism. Uh, we were told that, what, almost 20 years ago now. Um, Virgin Galactic has kind of morphed into something else, or, or, or like it's fissioned, as the biologists or the nuclear scientists would say. It's now two things: it's Virgin Galactic and Virgin Orbit. Uh, they're both 
companies now, independent companies, completely independent of each other, publicly traded, regulated by the feds. Uh, Virgin Galactic's headquarters is in Las Cruces. Virgin Orbit's headquarters is in Cal back in California. And I think moving forward, the state, a lot of the corporate welfare queens in the state and the people who are paid to flack for this and the people who get campaign contributions from uh, various corporate welfare entities are going to like to conflate the two because there's a chance that Virgin Orbit, the company that was spawned from Virgin Galactic, might be a player in space transportation. Different type of player, uh, not tourism, but they will be launching small satellites, which is going to become potentially a really, really big market because more and more electronics miniaturization, you can build satellites much smaller that weigh a lot less. And there's a lot of uh, interesting companies. One of them just blew up in Southern California today. I'm reading the live update right now. They just had an explosion, ABL. Uh, they're trying to build small launchers, not the big Elon Musk mega rocket, but small launchers to put smaller payloads into orbit. Where am I going with this? Can something bad come from something good come from something bad basically we have two companies now virgin galactic vg and virgin orbit vo separate distinct companies now when you hear virgin galactic think vg okay vg very greedy that's the best way to remember virgin galactic vo think something very very different viable operation question mark differences between the companies i'm going to kind of walk you through this virgin galactic was a company that was started officially back in 2004. We, of course, built them a facility. Tax You built them a facility. Uh, we're still waiting for any kind of payoff from that facility. It's been a, a kind of a disaster. But as the company was developing its tourism rocket plane, it started thinking, well, maybe we can go into other types of businesses in space launch. And that eventually spawned Virgin Orbit. It was originally a project of Virgin Galactic, but it became Virgin Orbit, something separate. As of uh, the end of last year, late December, it's a, it became traded publicly uh, on the stock exchange. You can buy a share. I purchased a share for $7.10. I think I'm up, up around a buck fifty now, so I'm like really in the money now. Virgin Orbit, not Virgin Galactic, Virgin Orbit is looking at a different part of the market. They have a 747, big old Boeing plane that they fly up to 35,000, 40,000 feet, and they drop a rocket into the air, light the engines on that sucker, and put a small payload, maybe a science probe or uh, something, a commercial remote sensing satellite, up into orbit. Uh, very different company, very different company than Virgin Galactic. Virgin Galactic is falling apart, and we'll get into that in a second. Virgin Orbit has done, had, had three missions so far from their air-launched rocket. Three in a row, three successes in a row from paying customers. Paying customers. Very different model than Virgin Galactic. So is Virgin Orbit a viable operation? And I, I, I will still put the question mark at the, at the end of that. Well, as a taxpayer, you helped get Virgin Orbit kind of off the ground, uh, to make a, a bad pun, because it was spawned from Virgin Galactic. So Virgin Galactic right now is uh, in dire, dire, dire straits. Uh, its stock has dipped below ten dollars now. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. The end of this year, are we going to see it become a, a penny stock? The analysts, you know, those very, very powerful analysts uh, in on Wall Street, a Bank of America analyst just downgraded the stock. He said he sees it in, in around ten dollars instead of the target price, or which he used to have at twenty dollars. Uh, it is sinking like a stone. The company is floating corporate bonds. Very interesting, Eddie, the, the corporate bonds it's floating basically are going only to qualified institutional 
uh, buyers, QIBs. These are very special types of bonds. You and I can't buy them just as the average schmuck, uh, the way you can buy a share in a company. Uh, these are called convertible notes. Virgin Galactic is desperate to raise money. Uh, it has had no revenue, basically. Uh, it's not going to have any more revenue from any kind of sales of its services for potentially into the end of this year, maybe early into, into the next year. Galactic struggling heavily. Uh, Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin is sending people like Captain Kirk and Michael Strahan, famous people into orbit. Uh, they're probably going to be picking up their pace. Uh, people are paying customers. They just launched back in December their first launch of six. Their capsule with six full tourists in it. Uh, Bezos is beating the, 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 the snot out of Branson when it comes to space tourism. But Virgin Orbit, back to Virgin Orbit, it's a different company. Spawned from Virgin Galactic, but it's its own company. Three successful missions in a row. Uh, they just had a, a successful mission a couple weeks ago for paying customers, paying, paying customers. Now, where does Virgin Orbit fly their big 747 carrier plane out? They have to fly out over the Pacific to launch their rocket because they can't launch it over land because it's a disposable rocket and parts may come down and crash on people and kill them. And uh, federal regulators tend to not like Americans being killed by by stages of rockets falling down. Well, they're launching out of California, of course. The, the plane takes off from Mojave Air and Space Port, where they just had an explosion from another company this afternoon. And they take off from uh, Southern California, the big 747. Uh, it's called Cosmic Girl. Uh, it's a 747. And it's interesting that they are choosing a Boeing plane to be the carrier plane. They originally were going to use the carrier plane for that other company, Virgin Galactic. But the plane has all kinds of problems, one of the reasons why they're not flying any people into space either. So basically anything associated with Virgin Galactic is death. Uh, Virgin Orbit, very, very different. Three successful missions in a row. They're entering this new marketplace to be a, a small launch provider. And I just think it's the height of, as I said in, in, in a piece I posted, rockoftalk.chat, it, adding insult to injury is, is not really a, an apt enough metaphor for the people of New Mexico. We shower Richard Branson with 200 million, well, really plus 200 million plus dollars to build this facility for a company that in all probability, there's an excellent chance it won't exist a year or two or now uh, from, from now. But this spinoff, this little child that spun off <laughs> from the parent company becomes a viable company. I'm up a buck 50 on the stock, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm, I'm doing very, very well. Um, they've had three successful launches in a row. They're charging a pretty reasonable rate to get your small payload into orbit for various companies, universities. They have a military section because the military wants this operationally responsive space launch because if something happens to the Pentagon's assets on orbit, they want to be able to launch on short notice. Virgin Orbit, because it flies a 747, can fly out of basically any airfield next to water. Uh, which means it's not going to fly out of New Mexico. So Virgin Galactic disaster, we give them $200 million. Virgin Orbit, a company spun off of Virgin Galactic, possibly on its way to economic viability, possibly on its way to having facilities in Guam, Japan, Brazil. They already have their facilities in California. New Mexico benefits in no way from Virgin Orbit. Uh, Richard Branson, of course, is the majority stockholder in Virgin Orbit now. So the more the company prospers, the more the more their backlog grows, the more contracts they sign, uh, in all likelihood, the more the stock increases in value, the richer Richard Branson becomes. He's already worth several billion dollars. Do you think, do you think 
that Richard Branson making a killing on Virgin Orbit if this separate company works will end up repaying the people of New Mexico for the 200 million we dropped on his failed company, Virgin Galactic. I'm thinking that's that's not going to happen. That's um, going to be some very, very bitter irony for the people of New Mexico. So that's where things stand. Don't let a politician, don't let some stupid reporter uh, who is just carrying water for Branson conflate Virgin Galactic with Virgin Orbit. Virgin Galactic, the New Mexico company, falling apart, disaster, borrowing $500 more million so they can stay viable for another year, no revenue coming in this year. Virgin Orbit, three successful flights in a row for uh, paying customers, and they look kind of viable. Um, is any Are any of those jobs, is any of that money going to come to New Mexico? Of course not. Yep. And that thus endeth the lesson, ladies and gentlemen. VG, very greedy, VO, viable option. We'll see. All right, uh, Dow, top five uh, from the uh, annals of www.rockoftalk.chat. Find it and be subscriber subscriber for only 20 cents a day. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not doing this, I am literally going to call every single subscriber. Yes, he, he, he was I'm telling gonna, me last night, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I'm going to look up your, look up your If you want, I will literally call every single one of you. And yeah, get yeah. you to subscribe because and then, then after the after the calls come the house visits so yeah, i'm know. gonna make you literally where i'm trying to get it to a certain number and yeah. uh I, I need people to subscribe so please do it www.rockoftalk.chat come on we work yeah. hard uh, on 20 cents a day ladies and, gentlemen. and, and again all, all of what show yeah, yeah all of what i just described to you all that research is available on multiple postings that i've done in the last month on rockoftalk.chat you yeah you don't need any there. other website anything you got all the links out it's all there uh top five yeah, the Daily Blast email we send out. We also put it in web form up on uh, up on our website. The top five most clicked items. Number one, Eddie, you'll be happy about this. Our friend Nick Wilbur, uh, the conservative New Mexican, his blog is excellent blog. It is. I owe, uh, Nick, if you're listening, I owe you an email, and I, I apologize. Uh, MLG is planning to buy off the teacher unions with all that money that's coming in uh, from oil and gas and the federal government. Uh, he's absolutely right about that. Teacher unions control the Democratic Party, and the Democratic Party controls New Mexico, so shows you who's really in charge. Yep. Uh, Number two most clicked was Rand Paul uh, issued a report on the link between all of the bailout money and the record-breaking inflation we have. Rand, right. on top of that, another thing. Number By three, way, New York. Best politician, bar none, my favorite, Rand Paul. Doing pretty well. Uh, number three, the New York Post reported last night that Yvette Mimieux, the beautiful Yvette Mimieux uh, from The Time Machine, the classic oh. uh, film yeah. from the 60s, beautiful blonde. She passed uh -huh. away, unfortunately, uh -huh. yesterday. I think uh, 80 years old. Uh, mm -hmm. Number four, Eddie, you've got to read this if, if you haven't read it yet. Up in uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, a really interesting piece about canceling all these basketball games for the seniors. We, haven't even that is... we are going to do that tomorrow. We'll do it I tomorrow. Did okay. I did read it. Uh, it yep. Is... New Mexico, you're all sorts Unbe of stupid. This all is child abuse. It's child abuse. Stupid, yeah. yeah it's I, unbelievable. I, I don't really have much good to say about New Mexico right now. And uh, I do about Rio Rancho, yes, everything else sucks. All right, five. Uh, number five, Elon is, has put 2,000 yeah. Starlink satellites into orbit. None of them from New Mexico. Ah, there we go. All right. Happy 76th birthday to our friend and uh, most wonderful person in entertainment. Her name, Dolly Parton, 76 years young today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. Give me a word, give me a sign. Show me where to look and tell me what will I find. What will I find? Lay me on the ground, fly me in the sky. 
Show me where to look and tell me what will I find? What will I find? Yeah. Oh, heaven let your light shine down. Oh, heaven let your light shine. Show me where to go and tell me will love be there? Will love be there? Teach me how to speak. Teach me how to share. Teach me where to go and tell.